Episode 139 of the Misanthropod. I am Snipe, and I'm apparently full of fucking energy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait. Well, I did what? not mean to start that at approximately 99 miles an hour, but that's the way we're going go. now. I, I thought it was a personal slight because I said right before recording, by the way, I've got a headache. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Don't, don't worry. I do the same whenever we whenever well, whenever we play a band song together, and I, it's the one I start. I just start it far too fast and loud. Every time. That, it is never a problem. <laughs> Do you mean like the entire album? Uh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> wow. Well, then no whenever we listen to... back to it, so, we go, ooh, wow. Well, it, it, for those who don't know, when you're recording an album, typically you start with the drums. And so I went first and no one wanted to come with me. So I was just left to my own devices to okay, decide the tempo. Okay, we come with you. I know, there was, all, there was, there was legit to. reasons to everyone, probably, like mm-hmm. not wanting to. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was left to decide the tempo and it went far too fast. I'm, I'm not stating it as a negative on your part. I am simply stating it as a factual thing. Could you take? Could you just not not neg the drama for five minutes? <laughs> anyway, you know what? I'm going to do that again, but oh. in the style of modern fighting evil is cool. Okay. Okay. Hello. Ooh. And welcome to episode 139 <gasps> of the <laughs> I've got to start scratching some paper. Oh, don't do that. It goes right through. Okay, no, that's we need to keep opposite of ASMR. Mm. Oh. What are you doing? Did you come? Am I done no, now? I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm tapping some keys. That's, that's oh, oh that's okay. It. I don't know. It might not. You might not be able to hear it. There we go. Uh, yeah, noise cancelling. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't think we can hear it, but I think on the audio recording it'll probably oh, show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, either way, um, anyway, both of you stop it. That's fair. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 139 of the Misanthropod. This is the third time we've done this, and it's obviously the best. I am Snipe, and as always I'm joined by the sensual, the sensational, the quadrilateral Wib. Say hello. Hey. Close enough. Drama Matt, who is also very quadrilateral, with, with lats, delts, and calves for days. How are you? All right. Great. How Say are hello. you, oh, I'm terrific, thank you. I have, I, I've, I've slipped into the seventh circle of psychosis, but I'm okay. What is, what is quadrilateral? It's like, a, it's like some math shit. I don't fucking know. You quadrilateral? Yeah. yeah, I think that's what I said. Like, as in a quadrilateral... Um, Try you say triangle. triangle. I was say triangle, yeah. <laughs> triangle. As, equilateral. As, as bad as I am, that was worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, wonderfully wonderful gentlemen, this fine evening, where apparently my brain has just ceased to work the base amount that it usually kind of does anyway. Ah, uh, got a headache. Yeah. Oh, honey. Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to be real high energy today, I can see. <laughs> Wib, Wib is one of those people who never got a headache. And then when he did, it was like murder headaches because it was like making up for 20 years of never having one. No, I just got no tolerance to them because I just, just have never developed any kind of like capacity to deal or deal with them. So, Well, luckily, yeah. huma- humankind has and you've taken some painkillers. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. Drumly butt. Let's actually ask how you are apart from... Uh, 
Right. Okay, he's alright. Yeah. Um <laughs> Type, how are you doing? You actually have some big thing. I'll get I'll get to it in my section. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, I I, I, okay. I forgot. <laughs> you were gonna a, do it like This is a fucking mess. Well, is... no, you've got to, you've got to go in now with going big news, exciting you know, everyone's gonna be so excited Watch that you till have the to end. wait till the end. Exactly. You won't believe about my cancer. Yeah. Number ten <laughs> will surprise Num- you or shock you or please you or yeah. something. Number four is my favourite because four is one of my lucky numbers. Yeah. I feel like um, I think every episode of this has started uh, since we've um, since we had that break. We've just started with our intros gradually degrading each time until they're like now, and it's really just it's barely an intro. It's just kind of us talking. I mean, mm. you could just, you could argue that's podcasting. It is, it is podcasting. I'm not saying we're not giving the people what they uh, deserve, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, the world's pretty <laughs> fucked right now. You deserve this. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, I, but I am saying uh, it's probably not the smoothest intros we've done in the 139 episodes. Well, I haven't used done. my... I have cancer excuse like today so it's still not on, so it's not on cool does that down. count so that counts so yeah now i've got 12 hours before i can make that again no nah, yeah yeah it's on cooldown. yeah yeah anyway uh drumbly bumbly yo what have you been up to darling <laughs> uh bits and bobs we've watched i i can't i cannot update anyone on the um tower negaton being pretty i mean what was the name of the series i forget i we have not uh, watched I, any more of that so i can't confirm whether that was good or not i but have been seeing bird. more adverts i have been seeing more adverts for tetris and he still looks uh, very yes I, I saw i saw the trailer and it looks excellent i'm actually surprisingly <laughs> interested yeah. not just because no, i mean tara, tara negaton again it's like with with a mustache i mean to be fair if you have a mustache i'm yours um, i'm gonna be honest <laughs> noted <laughs> I'm going to try and not, not, not read into you complimenting my moustache on the weekend. <laughs> no, I, I like moustaches. I like moustaches and, and I like, and you're, oh no. <laughs> it was completely innocent and I wanted to compliment my male friend platonically. Yeah, I, know. I know, I know, I know. Have you got moustache um, wax yet though? That uh, makes ordered, me sound just, so... Th- I just, <laughs> I've, I've finally got around to ordering some tonight. Actually. Oh nice, I'm glad. Yeah, because yeah, for those of you who don't know, Duramat's grown his mustache out a little bit, so he can. He's like it's a peak twirling, like curling at the edges, like proper fancy old kind of like twisty mustache style, and it looks really cool. Um, Thank you. I'm a facial hair appreciator. That that's all I'm gonna say. Okay, (laughs) but yeah, no, like him, him, him fully shaven. I'm like, that's a guy I went to school with, and he hasn't aged. He's still 13 because he's got quite a baby face. Mm on a big lifting body, which is a bit worrying. Mm. And then, yeah, with him with the mustache, I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Should we just turn aside, like, a segment of this podcast to be, like, the men, Egerton men, Appreciation Corner or men something? Men that we all like. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Would anyone be interested in a men we're currently interested in section? Anyway, Matt, yeah, you're talking anyway, about something. I haven't Comments watched Egerton in anything, because we got distracted by remembering that there's two new series of Tuco and Bertie that we never got around to watching. <gasps> Shit, I need to... Oh, yeah. There was two seasons of that? Well, there's the three in total. There's the one on is Netflix. Yeah, the, 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 okay. I was reminded that there was a third one, which reminded us that we hadn't watched the second one yet. Because 
So two Quimberties animated series. Um, about on, about uh, bird women living their best lives, and it's yeah, fucking hilarious. Basically. The voice acting cast is Sung Won Cho is in that. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I well. love Sung Won Cho. He's yeah, an he incredible did, voice. He actor. played a few little bit parts in the yeah, first season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think he played Birdie's boyfriend. He did not. Uh, who did he play? Because he I don't played. Think so, anyway, he played like there was like a jock. I think he played, but yeah, he played loads of little bits because he's incredibly talented and awesome. Um, but yeah, I fuck, I didn't know they did a third series. Yeah, well, the first one was on Netflix, and Netflix cancelled it, and someone else re- like revived it a little bit later. Yeah. So it's not quite yeah. as easy to watch because it's mm. not just on Netflix with the first series. Yeah, because yeah. I remember because we had a conversation over the weekend uh, where where we'd both seen the like, like the first episode and, mm-hmm. of the second season, and we're like, oh, that wasn't great. Yeah, and well, that was. <laughs> And because that one was the one that was released as to like tempt you into whatever streaming service the second season whatever was on, whatever other fucking ten pound a month streaming service that I'm not going to fucking purchase. And I watched that one episode, and I was like, oh, that kind of wasn't amazing. And I never got around to watching the second season because of that. Yeah, it's, I think it's always an incredibly tumultuous time where one streaming service cancels. A t- like it was the same with Brooklyn Nine Nine, which I'm wanting to go back into, but I'm having a lot of difficulty doing for a lot of social reasons. So a lot yeah. of reasons that the writers were having trouble continuing it as well. Um, because, yeah, I did see a little bit on the new network and I'm like, this is diff- this is obviously very different because there's going to be different restrictions mm. and different restrictions that have been lifted. It can go well, though. Uh, the, the Orville. Oh, oh no, uh, The Orville uh, was um, great in its post whatever. Was it Fox it was originally on? Then it went to a Hulu thing and the Hulu stuff's been great. Uh, but uh, yeah, Matt, you, you carry on. Uh, well, yeah, you, you made my point quite well <laughs> yeah watching the first episode i was like ah uh, but is it not as good as i remembered it was a little while ago maybe i was in a different space then and that's why but no um carry on with it and every single episode is great to the point where i nice. forgot that i was disappointed by the first episode until like thinking back about something to say about it i was like oh yeah after the first episode we were like weirdly disappointed but no the rest of the series is fine back to back to normal um, nice. Yeah, I'm good because I can't even remember what it was that I didn't like about that one episode. No, it was, it was just, just it was just tooth cut. Yeah, yeah it just wasn't quite up to the same standard. Yeah, because it, it just didn't like every other episode in the first series. It was like, like excellent and like notably good, and this was just like mm-hmm. yeah, it's fine, whatever. But yeah, the rest of the episodes are great. Oh, um, cool. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, with that primer, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll, I'll power through when I get to get around to season two. Because I oh, too can dirty. Oh, it's so good. I love the theme tune. Where they're doing all the things that like, you know, weirdly male centric like animators would be like, we can't have women characters doing that, like walking directly at the camera and mm. stuff like that, where they were like, No, we're gonna put all of this shit in there because fuck you. And I'm mm. like, I dig that. <laughs> I dig I dig that. That's cool. Like the weird, like John Lennon walking at the camp. that, that <laughs> yeah. makes my fucking day every time. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I love it. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just i f- I feel Tuka on a spiritual level. <laughs> I just I just get it. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's great. Um, but what yeah, else? that's that's that, no, that, that's pretty much all we do. Apart from we had a band practice. I don't know if you want to mention that. Yeah, that nice. let's talk about that band was nice. practice. We hung out in real life and had a band practice. Yeah, and wrote was, and a song, which yeah. I don't even know if I want to say I'm, what it's about. I'm I'm gonna say Adam, the trumpet player, and I, we, 
Mm. We have a certain way of interacting. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. certainly a way, and possibly the only way of putting it. <laughs> we get on very well in a, in a in a way that a lot of other people might have trouble understanding. It is. I, a ma- disruptive I, I make him influence. laugh until he turns red and can't stand up. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, one of one of those. <laughs> Those incidents uh, <laughs> led to the creation of a uh, the, the the skeleton of a new song, uh, which so. is about a trombone player, Adam's brother-in-law. <laughs> yeah, because now we have a three-piece horn section, which is wild, well, and they're a family. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I guess I, I guess as soon I guess as this their is the girl uh, gets old enough, they're going to teach you like kazoo or something, and we're going to get her in the band as well. I guess, I guess this is the point at which we go. Oh yeah, by the way, uh, the, the band is practicing again. So yeah, that'll, that's a thing for the world to deal with. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and so and, and we're also writing new music effortlessly because we're also fucking talented and bouncing off the walls. Apparently, <laughs> with sin. Yeah. yeah. Um, to be fair, the amount of like food we all brought to practice was outrageous. <laughs> I sat there on the leather couch with leather pillows, gross by the way. <laughs> um and just ate half a packet of gold bars. Nice. Ooh, gummy bar. Radio gummy. Very tasty. And those um, gold but... bars. Yeah, there was gold bears. Oh. Bars. Yeah, but that's what Oh, I said. I think then the gold bars. Yeah. yeah. No, they're gross. Oh, God, they are fucking the best. gross. They're gross. What do you know? Horrible. They're bad. How, how could you improve chocolate? Make it beige. Great. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay All in. Whitey. All in. <laughs> I am British. I like beige food. I can. What? Like? What can I say? No shit. Oh, that reminds me. I was telling um, because I grew up pretty food insecure, and my mother was a shit cook, and I was talking to to Wib about. One of my mother's staple dishes when we were growing up, which was she, you okay. know that creamy because oh yeah, I made I made steak. Mm. And we were talking about comfort food. I made um, a stew, stew, stew steak and mashed potatoes for for all of us, for us mm. three. Can wait. I said I would. Yes, it yeah. was delicious. And and I might enjoy it. But yeah, my mother would make like creamy mashed potato and then smush up carrots that she'd boiled the color out of into it to ruin it. Yeah. Then she would she would overcook mints and make savory mints, and then the, the and the gravy of the mints was always really watery. And she would cook the mints until it was grey and beige. And I was like, my mother is peak English cooking, <laughs> but bad. Yeah, I mean you're not wrong. Yeah. yeah, she she would make like desserts where she'd put toffee ambrosia. Ambrosia is like a custard, like a powder that it's like instant custard kind of stuff. Uh, it'd be like toffee, ambrosia custard stuff, sprinklings of just like mint dark chocolate, like after eight mints. Like she'd crumble those up. Then she'd put like lady fingers with like fucking almonds on them in there. Which are biscuits and, to anyone. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, gross, disgusting. I hate almond fucking sweets. They're disgusting. And then she put, what else did she put? She put like, the, if you're talking about the that real, one thing that you ate and it tasted like fucking dog shit. No, specifically, uh, this, this is, this is a strange family, by the way. This so, is family like, I have had to cut out of my life yeah. because they can't cook for shit. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> it was for other reasons. It was for other less serious reasons. 
Uh, no, the cooking was, was that bad. It was a combination of like because um, yeah, I remember it was butter like, scotch pudding. Yeah, it was butterscotch pudding. It was cream. It was orange chocolate, and it was coconut, and like three other things. And Didn't when you put combined, crumbs in it as well? I don't remember. Uh, okay. And when combined, that tastes. Uh, it turns out that tastes like vomit. Uh, and she would do this thing where she hung over, like she'd stand over you, going, "Do you like it? Do you like it?" I put this in it, and we're like, yeah, we can tell because it tastes like shit. I was like, I, I, it was testing my ability to be polite and British. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of beige food. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the practice was good. It was nice to play again. I have missed playing in a band, and I, I really look forward to a point at which we're able to play on stage again, because I really... Uh, I miss playing on stage! I miss putting gigs on! Yeah, because we took time out um, just to kind of recharge our batteries and stuff. And <laughs> we we all took time had... out so everyone could get impregnated. <laughs> and that's what people used it for, yes. Um, <laughs> I guess we took too much time yeah. out. <laughs> um, but then, but then um, sort of when we were thinking about getting back together and stuff, uh, this, this little thing called the coronavirus pandemic happened. Yeah, which kind of fucked a lot of things up, really. And uh, yeah. then everyone had children, and so it's... Uh, it's... <laughs> well, what else are you supposed to do in solitary? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, so it uh, ended up in a bit of a weird thing where we've not really been able to do the band stuff for a while, so we're now able to do it again. And, and uh, honestly, it was that's cool. amazing to see everyone again yeah. and shoot the shit. And, and we found out Dicko's a, like, like a, a person, like a, a normal person now. Because <laughs> like we were just sitting over there what? talking about crying cum or something like that, and uh, yeah, yeah, and then Dicko yeah, we just went, him. "I don't know what to say to that," and I'm like, and "We're all like, we found what? his line after after over well, what we it's like Dicko is our singer and le- and like lead guitarist by the way, sixteen years of of being in a band, and he, we, we found we his broke line, him and he sat on the floor and didn't know what to do. It was awesome. <laughs> 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 and drummer Matt, you need to tell them about your your baby, the little baby symbol. Oh, the baby symbol. Yeah, the I baby get, symbol. Yeah, there was a teeny tiny, like a uh, eight inch. I'm going to go with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. I was yeah. trying to work out which which way around I had to, if I had to over or under exaggerate it to make it sound impressive. I couldn't, <laughs> I, I couldn't work it out. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it's not how big it is; it's what it can do. Exactly. And baby, and symbol baby symbol can do everything. Did. <laughs> baby symbol did everything. Baby symbol was the cowbell that we didn't have. Yeah. And I love baby symbol. And you need to get a baby symbol now because they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> it was baby. Oh, but yeah. Sorry, <laughs> we're just like taking over your fucking. So I, I got nothing. I mean, we week, always so. do. It's all <laughs> good. Fine. But yeah, no, I've not been up to much else other than that. It was awesome hanging out with you, and I think and you should was... talk about that band that you uh, you played to us in the car. Um, that first band, first thing was it's very biffy, like early biffy, oh, yeah. and then second was electronic, but still oh, biffy, yeah. not there quite the same. Yeah, uh, Ar- Arcane Roots. Uh, it's a band recommendation of a band who broke up two or three years ago. So, but they <laughs> have a couple of albums. Well, but they have a couple of albums. Highly recommended if anyone's interested in kind of riffy guitar stuff. But it's like riffy. Noisy guitar, but with like mostly singing, like melodic vocals rather than shouty vocals. I don't know, it's a good combo. And then, yeah, the second album is electronic for some reason, but it's also good, but very different. Mm. But I like, I, I will recommend personally the first album because it does remind me of early Biffy Clyro, which 
is yeah. a lot heavier. Yeah. I, I really like Buffy. Like Buffy. We all quite like Biffy Clyro because they're amazing. I like the idea of Buffy Clyro, which is uh, covers of Biffy Clyro, but in the style of the band Nerf Herder. Okay. That, but that's the band that did Buffy, the, the Buffy theme. That did the Buffy theme tune. If, mm. Yeah, but it's yeah. Pedro. And I'm aware that was a bit of a poll. <laughs> yeah, but favorite anecdote from Pedro's time spent in Buffy the Vampire Slayer because he was a baby, a literal fucking baby child. Yeah. And because that was one of his, if not his first TV role, like major TV role, Sarah Michelle Gellar kind of took him under her wing and would and like snuck him a bunch of ice cream from her trailer <laughs> because he was a baby. Yeah, and I think that's. Fucking adorable! It is adorable. You gotta fucking you know, you, when you're in an industry, you gotta take care of like other act. You gotta take care of each other. You yeah. just fucking do, because no one else is going to. <laughs> so I thought that was really sweet. Mm. But yeah, is um is is that it for your your segment? Yeah, there, Matthew. So that's all I've um, got. That's okay. That that, we okay. we like hear we like hearing you talk. Thanks for that genuine sounding endorsement. <laughs> I had to do it in the style of the Al Gore talking doll from The Simpsons. Ah, you, okay. you pull a string oh, on his back okay. and goes, you are hearing me talk. And I just thought that was funny. Okay, good. Right, Sorry. Thanks. Um, yep. Webb. Hello. What have you been able to do? Uh, a few bits and pieces. Obviously, I was also present for band practice. Um, <laughs> oh shit! I, I wondered. I yeah. was like, "Wow, that rhythm guitarist." Yeah, I'm a rhythm fine. guitarist. You can easily, in, easily, not know some there. Okay, um, like seriously though. Shut hey, look, up. we're not the audience. Come on. <laughs> no, we actually understand how important rhythm guitars are. We're the rhythm section. We're the rhythm section. We're the people that people, the people forget who... what we look like the moment we step off stage. Well, I'm I'm kind of less like because they go, oh, a femme rhythm section. Mm. So I get those creepy dudes to come up and go, you're probably the best bassist I've ever seen. And I'm like, thank you. And then they just stand there staring at me. <laughs> and I'm like, um, okay, I'm gonna go backstage and hide um, from you now. But yeah, so I have uh, I have watched and read and played things. Oh my! Next, next, you're going to be telling us you went outside occasionally. Weird, occasionally, gross. Uh, so, in terms of things I've watched, uh, mostly just been keeping up with the series that I've previously mentioned. So, I've been carrying on watching the new season of Picard, which, yeah, been really enjoying. I've, I've heard some some contentious opinions about that. Like some really? people have been like, there's been some people going, "Oh, it's fucking terrible," blah blah blah. But everyone I know who's like a fan of like. The old, like, like basically everyone in our friend group who's been watching it has been going, yeah, I just, I just like Picard and I like the characters in it, so I'm just happy. Honestly, I've not really heard many people who are particularly down on this season because it's the, the, it's definitely a lot stronger in terms of feeling like a Star Trek show than, say, the the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know, I know, season two was a very contentious season. Um, but in general, people seem to like the third season a lot better, which is, is nice. And yeah, I've been enjoying it. It's it's very very mired in uh, in in nostalgia for uh, next generation, especially. That's okay because so Picard. <laughs> it's Picard is was what it's for. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been I've been enjoying it. Uh, they did. They did a thing which is quite fun, which I won't give any spoilers for, because I believe it's in the most recent episode, uh, where they managed to make a um, spaceship look angry uh, through just how how they um, portray it on screen, which is uh, impressive. I thought that was quite fun. 
And we saw a character show up who I had no idea was going to show up, uh, which was, which was, uh, and I pr- would not have thought they would ever show up again. So it was uh, really neat to see that uh, actor again. So yeah. Uh, hmm. I've also been carrying on with The Bad Batch, which continues to, again, be pretty damn good. Um, there was a recent episode, I don't think it was the most recent one although when i don't know when this will get edited so i don't know what that means uh-huh. <laughs> but uh but there was an episode that was one of the grimmest episodes of star wars that has been made <laughs> I, w- I was scrolling past the, su- the star wars subreddit and it was spoilers new bad batch remember when the show was for kids <laughs> yeah and no. i was like i know I, yeah because I, I heard you talking about it and i was like mm-hmm. again i don't want to spoil anything but fuck me running <laughs> um especially because the, the bad batch kind of veers between like oh we'll have an episode that's kind of a big fun time adventure like space adventure and then every now and again it'll just like hit you like a dump truck and uh and yeah uh, it did that with uh, that one episode, which uh, yeah, I, I I've been enjoying it. Um, I, I it's difficult to say because I know uh, I've seen people compare it uh, unfavorably to the first season. I actually rewatched the first season actually over the like last week, and um, just for something in the background whilst I've been painting. And uh, and and yeah, I think the f- the first season is very very strong because it has this kind of really defined through line of what they're trying to do. And the second season is a little more scattershot. Well, they probably. Well, you mean with, with the first thing they've got to really buckle down, I guess. The first one is post order sixty six, and they need to establish the norm. Um, regardless, it's it's more bad batch. I like the bad batch. I like the characters, so it's all good. I like Wrecker. Uh, Wrecker is fantastic. I got a Black Series Wrecker for fifteen quid, and I've been great because he's in the secondary price bracket of thirty-five. Yeah. So I was just like, <gasps> and everything I hear about him, I love, and I love his design. Yeah, he's so great. He's a great character. I'm very happy about that. Um, in terms of things I've played, uh, I I've been playing a bit of um, Dyson Sphere program, but I've kind of fallen off that a bit, uh, which is. Think if you played Factorio, but you played it on the planets from Mario Galaxy. Yahoo! Um, and you, your end goal is to try and build a Dyson Sphere, which if you don't know what a Dyson Sphere is, it's for those like at a home, vacuum cleaner, but a circle. It is <laughs> not that, even slightly, no. <laughs> uh, it is uh, where it is a theoretical th- a structure that you could build around a sun in order to harness all of the energy that comes out of it. I never knew that. Yeah. I just thought Dyson Sphere was a circular hoover. It is... I didn't actually genuinely think no. that. I just didn't care enough to look into what it was. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's also like Dyson rings and things that are not fully enclosing, which are another way of capture, capturing energy, but would not capture as much because it's a ring around it rather than a fully enclosing sphere. So it's like sphere. a halo. Yeah, kind of. From... But not, not really at all like a halo in space. What halo is meant for? But uh, but yeah, I, I I've been try I tried to get into it. I'm actually having a lot of trouble um, with with it. Like I I I just it. I'm having trouble like getting my hooks into uh, like it getting its hooks into me with like its structure of like of how you go through the um. Because these kind of things, they're all about the tech tree of you build this to build this to build this Very to build RTS, this. Very RTS, then. Um, I guess in a way, but it's more of a simulation. Build a bar- you uh, have built a barracks. It's, it's a little bit, but it's much more involved. Uh, because obviously you're not building troops to build this or mm. building structures to build this. It's You are building things to physically build this, then making a 
production line to build the next thing, to build the next thing, to build the next thing, to build the next thing. And uh, I, I don't know. It's, I, I really want to get get more into it, but um, I, it's just not been. I've not felt the pull that I did from, say, Factorio or Satisfactory. Um, I think it might be a thing where I, where with the the knowledge that I have about how it works from having played it, I need to like start a new game of it or something and sort of get use uh, with the knowledge I've got to build a more coherent kind of factory. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, although it is quite funny that the game started up in Chinese mode, so it was like uh, I just didn't know what it was fucking t- <laughs> telling me uh, to, to begin with, so that that didn't help. Uh, also, on on the sort of uh, thing of games where you have to build shit, um, played a bit of Vulcanoids on stream, which is a very interesting huh, idea for a game, uh, which is like a, a game that's made primarily for cooperative play, uh, where you... The, the, the plot is you were on this island and a volcano went off, so you all had to escape the island and you're all going back to it now, or you're going back to it now to try and reestablish... Uh, a presence there and there's the every every like half an hour the volcano will erupt so you have to get to safety and you do so in these little burrowing machines that kind of look like the mole from thunderbirds um and you inside that you have to build like all of the all of the things to like um, upgrade your equipment uh, in it, so it sort of like settles somewhere between, um, like a, a first-person shooter where you're running around taking out little robotic outposts who also have their own little borrowing machines, and then a an or a similar to a kind of satisfactory style thing where you're making a thing to build inside your like mole it's it's yeah it's it's interesting it doesn't go anywhere near as hard as like say a satisfactory or anything because you're not really building conveyor lines or anything but you're having to build things that build things that construct things it's yeah it's, it's a whole a whole thing it's it's quite interesting uh it's in early access and it is a bit janky uh but we've done one stream of it so far and quite enjoyed it so uh, I guess we'll find out uh, after having done a few more streams if it's got kind of the staying power that a game yeah. like that sort of needs. But mm. it is interesting to have to like dive, dive, dive underground when the volcano's on the way and it's um, and you have a minor apocalypse whilst that's <laughs> happening. Like you come out after the volcano's erupted and it's just grey and ash and you can barely see like ten feet in front of you. So it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, although the, th- the most time-consuming thing I have done uh, recently would be that I read through the entire run of <laughs> the Transformers More Than Meets the Eye slash Lost Light comics. Is that the gay space opera? It is the gay space then one, Then yes. I'm listening. <laughs> Isn't That's what the Transformers wiki refers to it as. As the gay one in space, yes. I love that. Um, and yeah, so to give give a vague overview of what the comic series is about, um, I can't remember exactly what year it started coming out. I want to say like 2016, maybe 2015. Um, and it ran for, ran for many years and it, it transitioned from being... Um, uh, more than meets the eye, or Matumti, as people often refer I to it. I don't like it uh, as the acronym. Uh, and then it, tr- and then that became then the Lost Light Run, and that sort of like did a complete story arc. 
And the basic idea is that uh, Rodimus, as in Hot Rod uh, or Rodimus Prime from the original cartoon and movie, um, in a post-war Cybertron, because the IDW comics became post-war at a certain point, the, the, the Great War has ended, and they're trying to figure out how to live together. And he decided, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to go and and get a bit, get a ship, which is called the Lost Light. And we are going to search for the legendary uh, Knights of Cybertron who went to find Cyber Utopia. And as a, as a basic premise, that sounds like it's it's going to be, a, a, you know, an interesting they're going to go and find this, this thing. Uh, but mostly what it is, is for a bunch of very, very broken dysfunctional robots to go on a road trip with their psychiatrist uh and <laughs> uh encounter all manner of weird shit and get sidetracked and generally get on each other's nerves and or fall in love uh, along the way and it's pretty fucking great um the lead writer which i think it's james roberts i think his name has explicitly stated you are supposed to read everyone as speaking with a British accent and you can fucking tell. No. <laughs> Whirl has a very thick Ontario accent. That's just because you misheard him in Cyberverse and now we both just assume Whirl speaks like that. Well, no, I'd say, no it's, it's, it's just a very thick Canadian accent. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to go, we're gonna go transform a robot, eh? Because yeah. <laughs> that's how you'll sound, um, uh, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Please um, don't harm me physically. The, the Finns can say how good your accent game is. I'm sorry that they all like don't like how they actually sound. <laughs> Jealousy is a disease that will soon bitch. Uh But yeah, um, it's really good. It's really good. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed reading through it a lot. Because uh, I don't really read comics very often. So it takes a, an exceptionally... Um, e- either a series that I'm really interested in, which obviously Transformers is that... Uh, or just a really good run for me to stick it through to the end. <laughs> um, the last series I got really into was Immortal Hulk, and that's, you know, <laughs> anti-capitalist Hulk, so, you know, it's not exactly surprising why I got into that one. How did that even get me? <laughs> I, mm, that series is a lot. <laughs> like, oh, hey, this is a, an explicitly anti-capitalist series that also is full of, like, double-page body horror. Uh, fucking great! I, I need to I need to finish off that because I've got like the the compiled uh, things of the, the first two volumes of like the compiled thing, and I think when I when I finished the second one, the third one hadn't been released yet, which is why I didn't instantly run out and buy it. Uh, but I need to that's uh, out now, so I need to go and pick that up. Um, but yeah, no, uh, more than meets the eye is a really really fun run, and yeah, it it, it has these wonderful wholesome moments. Uh, of 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 gay robots that are wonderful, and it ha- and once it kind of reaches a certain point, you end up with um, Autobot Megatron, which is really interesting. Uh, what they do with him, uh, and you have World being Transformers Deadpool, but without the comic awareness, um, <laughs> who then has a really n- nice ending. That I put on Twitter going and being annoyed that it made me feel feelings about Whirl and I can't be dealing with that. Like it having having a thing that makes you feel like like big emotions about fucking Whirl just shouldn't happen. Yeah, I heard <laughs> that and I was f- like, now I'm sad he's and a, emotional. He's a one-eyed helicopter who's constantly taught who's like, ah yes. 
Um, oh, so I thought, thought you like to have some fun there. He at one point bursts into a room and is like, rewinds, who's like an archivist, who's like, you need to uh, you need to film me preparing for battle uh, because it's going to be really cool. So here, come on, and I'm going to flex. Yeah. And that's that's the type level of character you're dealing with. And yeah. that they do fun things with him. Yeah. Really good. Really good comics. I really enjoyed it. Um, I should probably read the, uh, the other things as well, because... Because I, because the the universe that 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 takes place in the the original IDW universe was ended at uh, I think in two thousand nineteen or two thousand eighteen, and the end of the more than meets the eye run is I think that features the latest thing that happens in that universe. Um, and then they started a new universe, which is what everything post that occurred in, and they've lost the rights to it now so the 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 more than meets the eye cast will that version of the characters will probably never get revisited so i've sort of seen their entire arc which is kind of wild for comics because normally you kind of just have to choose a point to bail on and so you're not spending the entirety of the rest of your life reading uh one character's um life but yeah it was good i enjoyed um, but, uh, yeah, I don't really have much to say about it without putting horrific spoilers in there. Cause I just kind of want to say, wasn't it cool? What happened with Cyclonus? Which is how normal people pronounce Cyclonus, apparently. Yep. Um. Cyclonus? Cyclonus. Uh, Cyclonus don't pronounce the vowels. And I was kind of happy because when whenever I'd heard stuff about the Decepticon Justice Division, uh, it sounded unreasonably edgelordy, and it is kind of, but it's not as bad when you read it in context. So I was kind of glad that it wasn't as bad as I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was good. Uh, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say. So, uh, Snipe. Oh, fuck. What have you been up to? I've been up to a couple of things. Um, I'll give me, give give my health update. Oh yes, yes. If you don't That's mind. a big yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah. yesterday was my last chemo session. It was, yeah. yeah. I rang that fucking bell, which signifies the end of my chemo. Also, and... YouTube viewers should also do that. Yes. <laughs> which Drama Matt suggested I say. <laughs> yeah. Drama Matt suggested. Did you? I was did, you like, did you? No. Oh, I was super emotionally overwhelmed. You get one chance of doing this ever. I hope. <laughs> I really hope. <laughs> But no, it's all the nurses and stuff have come out to watch me, so I was like super oh, yeah, on okay, spot. Okay, yeah, yeah, and then they gave uh, yeah. me a round of applause afterwards. I was like, "Thank you. Oh, you take a very good care of me." Okay, I need to leave before I explode. I <laughs> 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 hope to I never a- see any of you again. <laughs> that's that's. So I've had that with therapists. For, <laughs> yeah, um, right. It's like, oh, I really spent enjoyed spending time with you. Hope I never fucking see you again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was. It was a lot. And Wib was incredible. Absolutely godsend. So for my last one, I was like, oh, I've seen like loads of other patients who are going through chemo uh, can have a visitor with them on the ward when they're going through it. So I was like, okay, that's cool. So I go in and I'm like, and I ask just for courtesy and to make sure. And the, the guy, my nurse is like, I'm not sure. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, let's ask the head, head nurse in charge. And she immediately is like, no. The context here being that you were having your pick line out. I was having my pick line, need- and that's why I wanted you to be with me because I was super nervous about it. Yeah. My pick line, you know, the uh, peripherally for peripherally inserted central catheter, which is a forty-five centimeter, which we found out. I will get to. Uh, 
neat like, like like tube that is placed inside one of my big important veins uh that goes through my shoulder and settles at the end of it probably over like the center of my chest um and the access line is in my underarm on my left on hand side uh this is for uh treatment with chemotherapy uh, to go in and blood tests and stuff to come out. Okay, content warning for the next minute. I am going to be talking about blood tests, an arterial blood test, which was not very nice. So just come back in a minute. Um, okay, I'll get this out of the way real quick. So I've had a lot of blood li- blood tests from my pick line, and then it just stopped bleeding back like three months ago. So I've had to be cat like like cannulated like in my in my wrists or the crook of my arms uh the one in my wrist was an arterial one which fucking hurt like hell because especially because the nurse was like oh i need to adjust it pull it out a little bit and then wiggled it around and then we'll stick it back in <laughs> fucking hurt so much <laughs> it was awful absolutely fucking awful um oh. uh, and the problem was it was bleeding real slow through my wrist so she had to keep doing it but i digress i won't talk about that anymore um and like <laughs> Fucking, uh, so which I, I'm fine with being cannulated normally. Uh, the thing with chemotherapy is they, they want to use the inside of your forearms. Um, that's the only place they'll cannulate you for chemotherapy. Um, and I don't have any visible veins in my forearms. So they had to put in a pick line, which is, which was great when it was bleeding back. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't hurt. You just get like a little... I mean, I just got a little bit of like... Um, you you know, a little like numbness. Like, you know, if you've been given a dead arm. Yeah. And you get that kind of like weird cold feeling. That's just... That's the extent of the discomfort I felt, which is fine. Um, but yeah. And yeah, they... Um, last chemo. So after my chemo, which took hours to be... It, it had been authorized on the Friday because my, my white cell count was high, which means I was physically strong enough to have chemo because they have to check you every time. Because uh, it's basically chemotherapy is killing you a little bit faster than the cancer kills you so it can kill the cancer, <laughs> which is pretty fucking yeah. gruesome, but true. Another bit of context here is that after I was told I couldn't come in, I walked home because we're about 20 minutes away from the hospital. Yeah, I'm So I walked that. home and then at the point... Oh, it's like of, three hours fucking sleep, by yeah. the way. And then I... And then... Uh, so I came home and then when you were about to be done, I walked back. Yeah. So I sent him a text going, oh, I'm nearly done because uh, having a pick line removed is something that you don't even need to be anesthetized for. Or like pain... You don't need painkillers for it because there's no nerves in like your chest and stuff. And it's just a little bit of discomfort. But I was like, this sounds horrible. You might try and pull start me like a lawnmower little bit uncomfortable. So, yeah. So, Wib came back when I had, like, half an hour left of my drip, my, my chemo medicine. And this is the second time they came up to me. Because d- during treatment, they came up and they were like, who told you you could have your pick line out today? And I was like, oh, bitch. I'm going to fucking riot. So, I explained that the nurses did and the people at the breast unit did. They were like, okay, well, we need a doctor to say that you can have it out. And I was like, no one told me that. And so luckily the nurse that was seeing to me, she went and got like a doctor and and brought them in and were, and they were like, well, you know, what if they need it for surgery? I was like, they have, they have explicitly told me that they are not going to be using it for surgery. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, just in case, you know, you need to be cannulated for, um, you know, uh, chemo again or whatever, or if you feel unwell. And I was like, but I cannulate fine because, you know, my, my, my elbows and, and like my wrists are fine. 
It's mm. just just for chemotherapy. They couldn't cannulate with that. And she was like, oh, yeah, you can have that today then. That's no problem. And that was it. <laughs> and then, like, you'd been, you'd been in the waiting room for like 15 minutes. And another nurse comes up to me and goes, um, we're probably not going to be able to take it out today because there's no record of how long your pick line is. And I was like, oh, good. what? And he was like, yeah, the people who put it in should have written it down. And they didn't. This is vital medical information, by the way. <laughs> this is vital. Because if they take out less than the line is, and there's some still in there, I die. It fucking kills me. Because then there's a, 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 a snap of fucking line just floating around in my fucking artery. Not giving a shit. <laughs> Not ideal. Not the Not, best. No. Shit. So, he, so he's like, yeah, they, we have no record, but they did, they would have written it down on a fucking like informational pamphlet that they gave you. Six months ago. Six months ago. <laughs> do you have that? Yeah. Do you have that? And I was like, I don't fucking know. And I text, I text Wib and I was like, honey, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> and he's like, I know, but why? <laughs> And like, and I was like, Do you, so you need the booklet? And then he was like, yeah, because they have missed one of their standard duties of care and just fucked that up. And he apologized. I was like, dude, this isn't your fault. What the fuck? You know, and I was just like, I'm just really shocked because that's a necessity. And he was like, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> like, you know, when they're like, you can tell they're mad at their coworker, but they can't admit yeah. it because you're not a co-worker yeah so i walked no back. no no. so so i was like yeah honey this is the situation and we was like fuck's sake and i was like oh yeah mm. so he fucking raced home texting me on the way like okay where would it be and i'm like well seeing as i have adhd brain and once i put something in a box it doesn't fucking exist anymore it could be in three places mm. and like i'm like could you get me a a pamphlet to take a photo of to send to my husband so he knows what he's looking for. They come, they come in like five minutes later with a, and I'm like, thank you. So I take a photo of it and I send it to, send it to Wib. You, you come home and you tear apart the fucking living room. And luckily the box I put the chemo, like the, my, my cancer stuff. Cause for the first like few months, I just put everything in like a box. Luckily it had a clear window in the top of the box. So I could see what was in it. So he could see what was in it and he found it. And then I was like, and then he sent me a picture of the, the measurements. It's like, oh, it's a three centimeter anchor and it's a 45 centimeter line. And I was like, I called the nurse over and I was like, my husband sent me this picture and he was like, okay, we kind of need the booklet here. And I was like, for safety reasons. Which okay. Is fair. Which is fair. Cause maybe you could have just written it on a napkin yeah. <laughs> and just been like, wouldn't it be funny if my wife died? <laughs> <laughs> so where you come back, you, tr you wait for the bus. Because I'd already spent, like, an hour and a half walking at that point. Yeah. And uh, the buses around here have been fucking shockingly bad. They have a they have what's called, like, a live um, a live update system. <laughs> that is just... <laughs> live, it, yeah. No, this is the thing. The buses have, like, GPS on them. So some of them are like, this buses will be along in 10 minutes. And that's how you know that GPS is active on that bus. But then it's like, this bus is due at 10.42. And you go, ah, that one... Is a guess. Mm. So, you know, we've started to figure it, but it's still like, literally, it's buses will arrive at any time and leave whenever the fuck they want. Because it's just mm. fucked. So, yeah. Wib's waiting for the bus. 
the live departures are just like literally giving him ASCII middle fingers. Okay, to be specific, uh, I, they missed out three buses and I just went, fuck it, and then just walked. And by the time I got to the hospital, not a single bus had passed me. So mm-hmm. that meant that buses that are supposed to be about once every eight minutes, because it's a decent line when it works, um, there wasn't a bus for over half an hour. Yeah, and the thing is, that's <laughs> only one of the bus yeah. lines that go past the hospital. And I had to get to you quickly. Yeah, so you so. basically ran all the way, and like, and I think it was like halfway that you were fucking tearing ass up the road. The nurse came back to me and was like, you could tell he was antsy as well, because, mm. like, when he told me I might not be able to get it today, because this fucking, this unit shuts at, like, half five. This was at, like, 5 p.m. And I, I was visibly fucking crushed, because I had pinned so many hopes on getting this fucking line out today. And he was like, could you show me the picture again? I, I just, you know. So I showed it to him, and he was like, okay. And he calls another nurse over for a confirmation pair of eyes, because that's a big thing in the chemo ward and stuff like that, is you need a second pair of eyes to confirm. So it's not just one person who's seen, because one person can fuck up the, the information, you know? Uh, so he got another nurse to look at it, and then they read it out. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like fucking, like, ammunition. It's like, ah, <laughs> oh, yes, this is a, a, you know, this, this is this medicine for this person. It goes out of date on this time. And that she was like, yes, this is a three centimeter anchor with a 45 centimeter. And he was like, you know what? This will do. We'll get this done for you. And I'm like, Thank you. I nearly cried. I nearly fucking cried. And then I sent a text to you going, it's okay. It's okay. You can walk. You can relax. <laughs> I can take, walk at a normal pace. You can pace. walk at a normal human pace. And they took it out. I will describe it, but not in gory detail. So I'm not going to be gruesome with it, but, um, um, you have to move your head to the right because that kind of like opens up the vein and kind of makes it a bit easier. The actual removal of the line, I didn't feel. There was a little bit on the exit, like, because, you know, obviously it's it's coming out. And I was like, oh, I can feel movement, but it was, it, it was fine. It was just a little bit uncomfortable. It didn't hurt. And then there's like the anchor thing, which is like to keep the line steady. And they had to snip that off. And that, that hurt a bit. That was a bit sore. But honestly, it was such a fucking relief to have it removed. I was like, okay with it. And like, they were joking about the, the shit quality of the scissors while they were snipping it off. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. And then like, it was heaven. Absolutely fucking heaven. Oh my God, y'all. This fucking thing has been making me walk like a fucking PS2 mocap actor for the past six months. Because it was just this horrible plastic lump of soreness. And then they put the, the bandage on it. And I was like, I can ha- actually have my arm flat to my side. It was transcendental. <laughs> and I and that night, I slept on my left-hand side. And it was fucking glorious. <laughs> and I actually had a proper cuddle with you. Because I have not been able to cuddle my handsome, sexy husband, man. And that's been pissing me off. So yeah, I just lay on my side and I had a big cuddle and it was, and I fucking cried because I missed it so much and I'm getting emotional talking about it now, but it's out. I'm finishing chemo. I'm having surgery on the 17th of April. I'm getting surgery kind of like a, a health scan on the 12th and signing my consent forms then. And then post-surgery, it's going to be radiotherapy and physiotherapy. And then that's it. That's fucking yep. it. You've done the hard part, which is the six months of chemo. Chemotherapy like, was 
I have gone. I, I wouldn't say I've had an uninteresting life. I have had. I've had some very interesting and maybe unpleasant experiences. Chemotherapy mm. has fucking is the worst thing I've ever had to fucking do. It has been horrifying. And I've done it, and I'm so fucking glad to be out of that shit. I I needed to do it because, well, fuck the alternative. Yeah, the alternative kind of sucks. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah came, obviously I'm going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, and I'm just so glad to be out the other end of that, and it makes me feel really happy that, you know, I'm looking forward to getting filming, feeling back in my hands and feet. I'm looking forward to being able to grow hair again and actually taste things again and stop scarring so incredibly mm. well. <laughs> It probably does say a lot that I've seen many people say in the the couple of videos we put up earlier this month since you've had your um, since you've had your wig of people who, <laughs> who, who who are like oh you should wear your hair like that more often like I, that's, <laughs> that's the neat part I can which every is, time <laughs> which is lovely but it is it is not in fact snipes hair <laughs> no but like the thing is it's nice because that means that my wig is very yeah, convincing yeah yeah it's, it's, so, it's a really it is, good wig it is. Yeah. it is it is a beautiful wig completely subsidized by Macmillan. yeah because those Mac- people are Mac- fucking Mac- hair Macmillan yeah. cancer research are fucking incredible and honestly the stuff i haven't really utilized much from them but literally everything they've they've done for me has mm. been outstandingly generous and so fucking helpful we have talked about uh at some point when when we are both able to do such a thing of doing like a, a, a fundraiser charity stream or something um for mcmillan, for, for McMillan yeah because jesus yeah. christ that service it shouldn't have to it should not be a charity it shouldn't <laughs> it should yeah. you know but whatever yeah. but yeah they do in a, a shocking amount of good obviously and yeah it'd be nice to kind of help them out in some regard so yeah, yeah. i definitely want to do that but yeah no uh cancer stuff going going well my my lump has shrunk to the point where they're having trouble finding it on an mri which is incredibly good news um and it means i don't have to have, to have a full mastectomy i could choose to and then i wouldn't have to go to radiotherapy but i'm like you know what i'm gonna keep my boob and just be uncomfortable for three weeks that's fine yeah i'm mm-hmm. just gonna do that because the radiotherapy post-surgery is, is kind of like a preventative kind of method. It's not necessarily needed, but it's a good idea to have it. So I'm yeah. like, that's fine. I can do that. And it's basically going into the, what did that old guy call it in chem- in the chemo world the other day? The bat cave? <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, that makes, mm, okay. Yeah, I know. Uh, when, you, when you have radiotherapy, oh, you go. You, you did some research. Yeah, on you go into into the room and you'll be like set up, and then the actual people that operate it leave and then go behind screens. I've had <laughs> so many MRIs and so many uh, X-rays and shit that that's just you know that you know what, what bugs me it's like oh if they're going behind bulletproof glass what does it do to you it's like yeah they're doing four hundred of these a day. You're having yeah. one every six months, Jeremy. Yeah, it's totally fine it's for different. you. It's different. It's fine for you to have an X-ray, but if you are the person who operates the X-ray, you do you getting X-rayed fundamentally twenty <laughs> times a day. That is bad for you. That's, that's oh my god, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's like that's why. But yeah, and I I'm looking forward to having fewer updates. Quite frankly, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You've basically got kind of a month off now to sort I of do. recover before because uh, chemotherapy before drugs take about a month to get out of your system, and they don't they they need you to have a uh, like basically get a month get get them out of your system before you have surgery because uh, chemotherapy fucking kicks ten pints of shit out of you. Mm. 
in every regard, which is why you need constant blood tests and monitoring to see if you can even have another chemotherapy session. So, you know, that's what the, the 12th of August, my pre-surgery kind of like checklist is kind of there for, to make sure that my body's healthy enough to... Whistle. April, not August. That'd be a way away. Oh, oh that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> April, sorry. Um, so it's to make sure that my body can withstand something as traumatic as surgery. So, you know, and it's basically like uh, like a heart like uh, a heart scan. There's a bunch of stuff like that yeah, to make sure yeah. that my body's strong enough, which I will be. I'll be fine. I'm young. That's what they keep telling me. It's like, oh, you're young. You've got soft, supple breasts, <laughs> which is a medical diagnosis, by the way, by my doctor. So I'm quite happy about that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she, I think I put it on Twitter and people were like, oh, and I'm like, okay, this is, she's a lady. And she's a not not a native English speaker, so it's like you know it's completely fine in every way, and you know it's a very funny story to tell because yeah. <laughs> you were in the room when yeah. she was checking my lump, and she was like, mm, "Yes, yeah, soft and supple, very nice." I'm like, I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> she did give you a high five. <laughs> that didn't happen. That would be incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm. I woke up today and I was feeling really positive because honestly, I've been having like nightmares and trouble sleeping and stuff. So, and like I have one more dose of uh, steroids, and then that's basically everything from chemo done. And I'm just just getting over chemo, and that's. Oh my god! It I can't believe it because that was the longest six months of my fucking life. Mm. <laughs> It's horrible, which, you know, like, and I, I, I've been doing my, my vlogs and stuff, and I hope that's been helping people kind of, like, have been shedding some light on the, the chemotherapy process, at least vaguely, because for everyone it is a bit different. Mm. But, you know, I, I had no fucking clue what any of it entailed before. I just knew, oh, you have chemotherapy and it feels bad. That's literally the extent mm. of my knowledge. And then going through it, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is so intricate. And awful. <laughs> I think when you do your, because you say you're doing, uh, you're currently putting together another one. Yeah, I'm putting together my fourth chemo log. <clears throat> um, I think that one will be the most most helpful one because you know. Oh yeah, because it's like it's all doom and gloom with my because my first one's like very kind of haha. I I've just started chemo, so everything's fine. And then the second and third ones are really quite grim mm. because it's just how I was feeling. You hadn't even started chemo when you did the first one. That was just after you got yeah. your diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. So it was my second and third one even are quite kind of like dour and miserable because well, I'm not going to pretend. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so... And yeah, I want my fourth one. I'm, I'm wanting to, with my vlog series, kind of show healing after cancer and be like yeah it was fucking horrible but look i've come out the other side and i I fought (laughs) i fought tooth and fucking nail to not be sick and you know and now i'm you know getting better and these are this is how my life is improving and i i want everyone human human brains work in a narrative and that's the narrative not that it's a false narrative but that's the kind of path, that's, that's that's the kind of thing I want to put across is like, I started out, haha, I'm going to go in because I was healthy. Well, I wasn't healthy, but like I hadn't got a, a system full of like months and months of chemotherapy. I hadn't got a pick line in and I was like, I felt very strong. I was like, my first thing when I was, the first thing I said when I got told that I have cancer was, how do we kill it? <laughs> I laughed and said, <laughs> okay, how do we kill it? And it's like that, and like, 
I just had none of that strength going through chemo because I was so exhausted. Mm. And then I want to kind of show that I'm out of it now and I'm feeling positive. I'm getting healthier. The chemo is getting out of my system and I, my quality of life is improving and I'm going to be healthy, happy and whole again pretty soon. And that's that's kind of, you know, what I want because that's what's happening. And it sounds like I'm trying to fake it, but you, you know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at? No, no, it's, 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 it, is a, a, it is a journey that you are on. So, yeah, you know. I'm not. I wouldn't use those words because it sounds terrible. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, so that's my health update, and I'm really grateful because everyone's still like being so sweet about it and being like, you know, you, you're doing good, and I, like honestly, it's everyone's little comments here and there have really been bolstering me a lot. Like, like I've got so many comments of like, oh, I'm just a stranger on the internet, but you know, good on you. It's like. You are not just a stranger on the internet. You're a person. You may be a stranger to me, but you've, you know, like, but you're kind of, you've made yourself known and you've sent me some well wishes and that means everything. So, yeah. But I'll stop talking about that for the third time, she says. Um, <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about actual stuff that matters. Uh, Mandalorian season three. <laughs> yes. I've been watching that. Um, I feel very much like it's like Picard season three where I'm like, yeah, it might not be the best story, but I love seeing my boys. I, 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 yeah. I love seeing, I love these characters so much that I'm willing to overlook. I mean, John Favreau saying we don't have any like idea where the story's going. Yeah, I can don't tell, mate. Don't fucking say that. That makes me worried. Um, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying uh, that in recent history, there's form for Star Wars not knowing what it's doing and that not ending well. Yeah, please don't do that. I, I, Please. <laughs> what we have seen so far of season three, I I, I have enjoyed as well. Because we've been watching it together and I, yeah. I've been really enjoying it. Just again, mm. I get to see my babies. Mm. I love these characters so much. But it is, it is a concern that the second season ended with a really final note. And then they undid all of it. In another series where they just hijacked it for two episodes to make it the book of... Well, to make it The Mandalorian featuring the book of Boba Fett. In brackets, I guess. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and then the season three starts with everything undone. Which is... A bit annoying. It's not a sign of, of confidence in your storytelling. It's also um, a sign of the board men are pushing because people love the baby Yoda. But no, I mean, I love the baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can tell it's a bit shaky. Um, I'm really hoping that they do something... I'm not going to spoil anything, but there's a, there's a plot point. Well, the main thing of the Mandalorian is it fucking Din Djarin is in a cult and yep. it's not good and it's bad yep I'm a writer <laughs> and like I have such a personal stake in that because being raised in a micro cult I really want him to break <laughs> out of that and it's actually causing me physical distress every time he doesn't. Yeah. Like, seriously? <laughs> I know this is not a fault of the writers. This is a fault of me being too close. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, please, 
please. Mm. Also, I will say, fuck the r slash Mandalorian TV subreddit. Everyone there is fucking stupid, and I am going to fucking hunt you down. I'm not really. It's so fucking irritating, because they'll be like, Oh, did anyone see the fact that Din Djarin was wearing his helmet in the scene? What did Jon Favreau mean by that? They're so fucking illiterate. It fucking shits me. Okay, I am not particularly, like, literate in this kind of stuff. Media literacy Media... we're talking about here. No, I can't read. Oh, yeah, that's also true. Yes. <laughs> I'm just really good at guessing. You're really lucky at reading those scripts. You just kind of vibe I just kind of, I with just, them. I'm kind of like, it's like playing by ear. Yeah. <laughs> but no, and like... There'll be, like, there was a, I, I'm not going to spoil anything, but from episode three, there was, like, a character who, like, has a scar on his ear, and, like, he very pointedly, at, like, two points, stops dead, and slowly touches his scarred ear, and is, like, visibly thinks about scarred ear, looks it's at the obviously... camera, and says, I'm thinking about when I got my ear scar and there was a fucking person in the Mandalorian somebody going did anyone notice when this character touched his ear <laughs> and like there was loads of people in the comments going oh, you know I did notice when he touched his scarred ear it's like yes because they literally put up a sign going please observe this character touching his hurt ear it is not subtext it is it text, is text. <laughs> or like there'll be like a character with mysterious like like um, motivations and someone's like so why don't we know what this character's doing? It's like, because you're supposed to figure it out, moron. We don't to... have enough information. All that we've been given is so far is this character is untrustworthy and isn't who they say they are. And then they go, wait a minute, this character's untrustworthy. Does that mean that's not who they say they are? It's like, yes! Yes, that's exactly what that means. You're supposed to have more information given to you over the course of a series. It's, it's, You're not supposed to know everything all the time. Oh, like, Din gets his ass kicked a little bit in this, which is funny because, um, hello, I've seen seasons one and two of The Mandalorian. Din gets his ass kicked a lot because guess what? He's not a fucking cringe-ass Jedi who's just like, eh, maybe sometimes I like a sandwich too much and then I can't do my Jedi shit. Eh, fucking who cares? Jedi are stupid. That's not entirely fair. <laughs> that is... Not at all fair, no. <laughs> I know, but someone's going to be mad about me, mad about it regardless, so I don't care. Um, but no, it's it's like, so it's like, yeah, Din Djarin is an incredibly skilled fighter, but him versus five people, he's still going to have a bit of trouble. And like, everyone's like, they nerfed Din, forced feminization Din Djarin, thanks feminism, or whatever. And I'm just like, this subreddit has been made to specifically troll me to death. This is an organized attack against my person, and I'm so fucking over it. It's really... I, I, I haven't left it yet because I think I like being angry. I have no <laughs> comprehension why you're on Reddit at all. Um, I'm on Reddit because I have a burner Reddit account and I can be a dick and people can't shout it. Well, no, I can literally just... I can I can be very uh, open about my views, whereas someone maybe with a platform like we have, I have to be a bit more careful about wording my views, uh, so that the police don't get fucking called on me. <laughs> whereas if I'm a random redditor, no one cares. Um, or, or yeah, I, I don't understand Reddit. Every time I have tried to use Reddit, it's I horrible. get violently annoyed with every single person on it in like forty five seconds. No, that's it. That's the point. That is Reddit. You just that's get... Reddit. Because because it's Cause where it's, it's, full, every... it's full of those like men that whenever you tell an anecdote about people tell you you're lying. 
it is i i have i have yet to find a place that the uh, opinions are as uniformly bad as reddit and i use twitter well yeah there's like there's a subreddit called 2x chromosomes which yeah which is for women but like they do have in their pin things like yeah we can't change the name now uh this is for like women and femmes and trans women and everything like that but yeah so it's just pretty cool but you just get it's kind of just like a, a subreddit for like femmes to blow off steam and literally anytime there's a popular post in there men mass report it under the reddit care system which is oh i think this person's suicidal which is basically gets your account fucking locked and stuff like that um because they're so fucking fragile it'll be something like there's a dude at the gym that's like really creepy at me i hate how some dudes think they can get away with it and then they'll get mass reported because um guys who do that shit uh, get really butthurt about it and will fucking yeah. attack women for it. So yeah, it's uh, that's, like, that's so- a pretty good dichotomy of it. On some level, I know that it is important for there to be the contrary voices there on somewhere like Reddit oh, yeah. to stop it to becoming entirely just the worst haven, the hive of scum and villainy. Uh, but uh, but I I can't be that person. <laughs> There's the Reddit police. Yeah, that's you've been the, reported to Reddit. That's, <laughs> I've been reported for just not being able to deal with it. I, I, I cannot understand how, how you have the, the tolerance to be on that website. I, I have, I can't do it. Oh, I think, it's if too anything, fucking annoying. I find it is kind of, it, it is a bit of self-flagellation. I do believe that that is a big part of it. However, I do think it is important for me to go out there and realize just how many of these views, how common these views are. Um, and because in my incredibly queer, incredibly leftist, uh, friend group, I forget mm. that people have still have problems with folks being gay. It's it's and it's like fucking really. That's it's diff- or like people being trans or like people having like neo pronouns and stuff like that. And it's like, and the fact that I go there and I see like someone's like, oh, like oh, it's like someone will post a picture of like I proposed to my boyfriend at Disneyland, like they're both guys or whatever, and someone will be like. Oh, God, like, like people will be just foaming at the mouth because, oh, why did you have to shove your gayness in our face? It's like, I'm sorry, straighty. Um, <laughs> it's, it's you're diff- the one who wears a shirt that says, I fucking want to kill my wife with a, with a shotgun. Lol. Bitches, am I right? And it's like, but, but a wholesome gay couple and that's, that just, ooh, it's too much for you. It's a difficult thing because that is, because Reddit is not representative either. I know um, it's not, but it's, at the same time, it is giving me that contrary yeah, kind of voice it's, 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 and making me realise that there is still a lot of work for oh, us yeah, leftos to yeah. do. It's, it's difficult because there is, uh, there is this, this sort of, these sort of attitudes and stuff. They are both, they are they are both common and um, not as common as you expect because a lot of the the movements are funded by very rich people yes. who make it feel who make it a lot more prominent than it is and so it's it's really difficult to actually get a, a good idea of exactly how common this shit is. No, it's true. Um, and it's yeah, it's it's it is a complicated thing. It is. Which is why I don't. I, I which is why I have the account Snipe from Snipe and Wib, <laughs> and then my secret secret account, my super yeah. se- secret squirrel account. That's that's not not me. Snipe from not Snipe and Wib. Not Snipe from Snipe and Wib. Yeah, and then a winky face. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh well, it couldn't be. It couldn't be. <laughs> like, well, no. Why would they say if? It <laughs> yeah, they, were, they would have said so in their name. It'd be dishonest <laughs> not to. And no oh. one lies on the internet. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Bastion of, uh, of, of truth, truth telling, truth and heroics. Yeah. Heroics is yeah. the internet. Anyway, 
Um, yeah, I'm enjoying Mandalorian season three. Um, it's obviously the shakiest one. I'm not, it's not going to be like, you know, winning any TV awards, but then again, what the fuck are those worth anyway? Yeah. I mean, who knows what it's going to be by I the mean, end. I mean, that's the thing. The who day. knows? Who knows? We've only seen a small part of the story. Yeah. Do you know how many episodes this season's going to be? Uh, I think it was listed somewhere, but I can't remember because oh. I, tend, I tend not to look at that because it kind of like, then I'm like, well, they've got two episodes left to do this. Ah, uh, yeah. So I tend to I know to so, look. some series, they're like, oh, this is 10 episodes long and they like, make a big deal they're about it. They're doing a big and, thing in the Mandalorian subreddit like where they're like, oh, this is the next episode's name and length. And I'm like, I don't want to know that. I, the length one really bewilders me because I just sit there and go, I don't the, know or care. The vicious arguments right. I've seen. It's like, oh, it's only 47 minutes. I guess I'll punch a baby. And you're like, wow, okay. What? Anyway. I don't know. Like, I I know this is very old man yells at Cloud, but sometimes I do, I do just go, look, how about a show comes out and you just watch it? Okay, listen here, old man. And then, and then you just for, and then you formulate your opinions along the way, and then you know those opinions can change as new episodes come out. Like I don't know, it's just people just got they just but can't why watch. Why would and do that? Is he an idiot? I presume there's always been people being this weird, but the internet wasn't around, wasn't as prevalent in our lives, so we didn't have to hear from them. I've been on the internet <laughs> since news since Usenet, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, people have always been this fucking stupid. It's just, yeah, it's just platforming all of those stupid voices. There's always been the same amount of I'm stupid one of opinions. Them. We just have to hear more of them we, now. We I do, think is the thing. we do, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. I it's, it's new to me, but I've been playing Star Wars: The Old Republic again because out of the five corporations that exist, I chose to give money to EA because they're holding Star Wars games hostage. So that's cool. Um, <laughs> And I've just finished the Bounty Hunter story, Shock Fucking Horror, which is obviously the Mandalorian story, uh, where I am Mandalore's Chosen, which is great. Um, and I've, I've been enjoying it. It's pretty good. I feel like I would have liked a bit more light side choices, because those of you who don't know, it's, it's like the Star Wars MMO that all the story is like Mass Effect, because it's by Bioware. Um, so you have the, the, you have the light side and dark side options instead of the Renegade and Paragon. Uh, you can fuck every member of your. No, you can't. Uh, they, they, there's a Mandalorian on my true on my crew, and he's a child. I literally looked at him. It's like this is a love interest. I'm like, I'm going to snap you. You are little. And there's Galt Reno, who I love, but like I love as a character because he's like he's the smarmy fucking criminal like Devronian, and he's amazing. He is a love interest, but I'm just I just don't feel I just don't feel that way about him. And like. He's he's so fucking like the voice actor for for Galt Reno is incredible. He captures the smarm perfectly. He's so funny. It's like you send him on like a crew mission. He goes, "Well, beats getting shot at." Mm-hmm. Or he's like, oh, "Yeah," or he'll bitch at you. Saying it's like he's just so fucking charming. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, and yeah, and I, I'm I'm waiting for the DLC areas before I find a, a partner. I guess. I tried to fuck one of the Fet Clan, but I couldn't. I was like, no, that sucks. <laughs> but yeah, um, and yeah, I, I I thought it I thought it was good good end to it. Um, still doing some of the crew missions. I have a Jawa on my team. Cool. Called Blizz, and he's an excitable little dude who's just like super happy to be there. <laughs> Um, and like pretty much any time like your bounty, you have the bounty hunter character talks to them. There's like the nice options and stuff. And it's just like, you're talking to an excitable, like 
youngin. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow, you must be really excited to be doing that. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm so fu- oh, I'm so happy. It's adore. I love him. He's fucking adorable. Is, is he speaking in... He's speaking He's speaking Joey's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's just like, <laughs> like really fun. Yeah. I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> and then <laughs> it's absolutely adorable. I love him so much. But yeah, my last companion I got was, I don't even know what species he is, but he's, he's just like, he's scadge. Which sounds like slang for genitals. He does. Oh, kick me right in, Skadge. Or alternately, out. it's a, uh, a a type of drug. Because it sounds like skag. Yeah, because it sounds like skag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's a psycho, and I hate him. And like the last crew, the last um, like story mission, he went on for himself because you give them presents and you do missions with them and you complete story missions and it increases your reputation with your crew. Um, and every level, they like um. They have something else that they 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 have like a new kind of character thing to talk to you about, and he was like, "Yeah, I went and killed a hut," and I'm like, "Okay, is that going to bring heat on me?" And he's like, "I don't know," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, I fucking hate you! <laughs> I just fucking hate you!" I saw someone post in the Swedor the the, the subreddit who was just like, "I tried to like this companion, but he's a fucking psycho. What the fuck?" Like they were just so horrified by him. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. This is why I don't take him anywhere because he is a fucking piece of shit. Uh, I take Mako everywhere. She's she's my sister. She's she's my girl. She's like the first uh, character you get. She's like a young mm. cyborg girl, and she's like, oh, I love her. She's great. Oh my god, I'm basically her mom. Uh, I'm just adopting space children now. Great. <laughs> but yeah, um, I really enjoyed it, and I've been I'm playing uh, through with the um, the trooper story now because i'm because you uh like every class like it kind of like there's like f- main classes and then you can have a subclass of like yeah. how you prefer to play uh, they have like the main story and when you complete it you get like a gold plaque on the, on the menu mm. and then when you unlock when you've completed all the stories you get like legendary rank so you have like a nice kind of character frame <laughs> and it less when someone mouses over you it's like legendary player suck their dick or whatever you know yeah so i've just i've just been enjoying that that's been it's been a fun thing to put on like in, when, when i'm like you know doing the missions and i'll be watching like youtube or whatever but then i'll pause at the story and yeah and i'm just oh, i love star wars star wars <laughs> star wars good actually i, I do like star wars I like we were having star a conversation wars. the other day of what I, what I find fascinating about star wars is that so like because it's been around for so long and it features so much in people's lives, it has the ability to make people feel like eight-year-olds when they're watching it. Well, I, it was because... Even I, if you did not watch it as an eight-year-old. Mm. But it, this this came up because when you start a new character, it literally gives you the movie fucking starting, like the John Williams swell, and then like it gives you like the... Um, the, the text crawl. The text crawl about your character. And like... When that happens, I get giddy. I'm like, oh my god, it's about me! It's a Star Wars about me! And then it was just, yeah, and it's just, it's, it does have that incredible feeling of like making you feel like an excitable little kid. Mm. Which, well, yeah, because I, I, yeah, it makes it made sense to me because I look, I, I used to, well, it's, it's, I, I had a Star a Wars shrine as a kid, it's, so, you it's, know. It's like a you and your dad thing because you both like, Star Wars and yeah. your dad's like a massive movie guy. Yeah. So, you know, you'd always go around Christmas and watch the new Star Wars and stuff. 
Well, or what's the the new or the old Star Wars, depending on? Well, what no, because I, I mean, I'm I'm not old enough for the original ones. Well, um, well, obviously not. But like I'm saying, that I don't think they were you, released you, around Christmas. The prequels and stuff. It was only the new I'm ones. Sure, that I'm sure, I'm sure you did. Was, well, whatever. You it went, was. It wasn't an old. You tradition. went and saw them. It wasn't an old tradition. No. Everyone, I'm gaslighting him. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just went and saw them whenever they were out. <laughs> I must be thinking of something else. My bad. Just my brain's not working. <laughs> <laughs> when is it ever working? <laughs> Am I right, viewers, listeners? people who are here it's your part you're talking about star wars i want to listen I, I, i'm not saying anything <laughs> okay but yeah <laughs> star swotor good i'm still having trouble with it because i think i'm used to wow and i, I know everything about wow because i've been playing warcraft for so fucking long and and you know it's that's something that you kind of mmo players don't realize just how much there is to take in with a, when when you pick up a, a new MMO, so it's like I'm still like I've just started instancing and like doing dungeons or whatever you know this whatever they call them, and I'm like I'm digging it, but it is different, and I'm still kind of like okay, so I'm I'm still kind of finding my feet with that kind of stuff. Uh, but no, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm having fun. Um, I just bought myself a place on Drummond Cass. Bought myself a flat for eleven credits somehow. It should be like five grand. But ah, it was... it's like when our parents bought an house for five pounds and a pickled egg. <laughs> yeah, and right. now they sell it for 47,000 pounds and three pickled eggs. It's the pickled eggs that get me. Yeah. Nobody wants to be near a pickled egg. But <laughs> don't come near me with that pickled egg. Um, but no, so yeah, it's been going good. Um, last thing, we went, speaking of seeing movies with your dad, we went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. How was it? Uh, it's fine. Yeah, it's all right. I wouldn't watch it again. I mean, the thing is, I like whatever weird magic Paul Rudd has does not work on me. I don't. I understand find him Paul Rudd so either. painfully fucking unfunny. <laughs> I don't think he's a good comedy actor. I, I don't know how to go that far. I think he's fine. I just don't understand how people are so enamored by him. Trixie Mattel fine. wants to know like, your location. That's like her biggest celebrity crush that uh-huh. she foams at the mouth. Well, why me? You're the one who's who's being unreasonably harsh. Yeah, but you're like a dude, so she'd just she'd be like, right, I'm sucking your dick. <laughs> <laughs> why are you even talking about anymore? Trixie Mattel, I, a world famous drag queen for the passion with makeup. I, I know history. who Trixie Mattel is. <laughs> I love how that's the part that seems to offend you most. That I think that you don't know who Trixie Mattel is. That was like. <laughs> this conversation is a fucking mess. I'm a mess. Stop fucking distracting me. It's my segment. God damn. It honestly, yeah, it was fine. I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer looks incredible. Like she, she's in that and she's awesome. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't want to look at like maybe she's like Gwen, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't really want to know. It should be noted you haven't seen any of the other Ant Man films because I just don't give a fuck about Ant Man. They're actually Paul fine. The, the Ant Man films are fine. Okay. That that actually, I I, wa- I watched them not uh, a while ago, not expecting anything from. Them. I just wanted something to put on in the background, and I was like, you know what? These are actually pretty nice. The fact that the especially the first one, the fact that it is a bit lower key, I think actually really works. I remember seeing about like you know him like the uh, fucking Ant Man. Can't remember his name. Whatever. What the character? Uh, the or character. Actor. The character. Ah, who knows? What's his name? I forget his name. Fucking. Well, what is that? What is that man's name? I completely forgot it. Hey Siri, what is the what is Ant Man's alter alias's name? Alter alias. A name is a term used. 
Scotland. <laughs> Shut up, Siri, not you. <laughs> Fucking, okay. Whip, is, whip is, ha- is Siri telling you what a name is? Yes, because she's fucking, fucking stupid. <laughs> the thing is, I've got an Irish Siri who I love. Wib has an Australian Siri who only answers my questions. <laughs> Whenever I ask my Siri, my Siri will come up, hear that Wib's phone, like Wib's Siri is activated, and turn itself off so Wib's phone will answer me. And I always have a fucking shouting match with it. It's horrible. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Anyway, Scott Lang. Scott Lang. I, I remember hearing about how like he gets divorced from his wife and then like they just have quite an amicable kind of thing of like, yeah. oh. And I'm like, thank you. It's Divorce cute. isn't like this big doomy shit all the time. It can be, but sometimes people just realise they're better off apart. Yeah. And it's and the like, fight that's scene nice uh, to see that. The fight scene at the end of the first movie is really good as well. The first movie is actually, I actually really like it. I, I don't remember much from the second one, but I, I, I remember it being fine. Yeah. Being all right. And yeah, this one, I will say, Quantumania has a really good amount of weird little guys in it. Oh, it has, like, the weird little guys are fantastic. Loads of weird little guys. I mean, most of them don't also, do much, they're just in the background, but they are good weird little guys. Also, and I appreciate a movie with weird I little guys. I can't remember the character's name, but the, the the lady in it, who's, like, proper, like, tribal lady dressed up, she's in the pike. She's oh, incredible. Yeah. I love, oh, she, she is so gender. <laughs> and I love that. I love that so much. She's incredible. But yeah, no, the Wither guys are great. Uh, they're fun. Um, I don't. I was. I was saying because I, again, I haven't seen the rest of them, so I don't know how this is handled. But Hank Pym has a hearing aid, and in this, he keeps picking up weird not frequencies. And I'm like, I don't know how this is. I'm so. I'm just. I've just seen this movie, so I'm only gonna talk about it as kind of a point of reference. But as a person who is partially deaf and uses hearing aids, it would be really nice if media put people with maybe, like, who had disabilities and, like, had those enhancements, like hearing aids or other things like that, put them in movies and that wasn't a plot point. That'd be really cool. Because I... guess what? Some of us are fucking just disabled. And what? I'm not saying that's what Ant-Man and the Wasp are doing. Mm. I'm just saying that we don't have to make it. So, hey, guess what? The disabled person gets to feel useful. <laughs> Again, I genuinely don't believe that's what the majority are doing with when it comes to these kind of things. I'm just like, maybe think about it before you just kind of, you know, do that. Mm. It's just just a thing of note as somebody who is disabled and uh, notices this stuff. But otherwise, yeah, I, I mean, thought, uh... yeah, I, I thought the movie was, was fine. You know, I don't. I don't regret the time. I, I thought the Modoc was pretty bad because they obviously thought he was really funny. And listening to the dead air in the cinema after they have an awkward pause for laughter and no one laughs was had, a bit weird. He did have one really good line. I can't remember what it was. There were so many bad. It's one of ones. his last ones. Mm. Like near the end, that was pretty good. But Modoc's one of those characters. I I remember coming out of the cinema and going like, "Oh yeah, Modoc looks terrible." But also, Modoc is Modoc a bad is... character who looks bad all the time. So like, who gives a shit if they make a bad version of Modoc? <laughs> Every version of Modoc is bad. Modoc, like as 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 someone who read comics for like twelve years, Modoc and Jojo, uh, Mojo Jojo. Oh fucking no! It's not Mojo. Not. He's just called Mojo. Mojo isn't I it? can't fucking honestly. I can't remember him. I had I had I literally had multiple collectors editions where he, his stories were in there, and I just wouldn't read them because fuck 
Fuck Mojo. He's awful. And, you know, fuck Modok. These aren't good characters. There has never been anything good done with them. And if you think there has, I'm sorry, you're incorrect. <laughs> Watch, there's going to be, like, one run of comics that, like, completely deconstructs them and is amazing. It's like, you remember that episode of, like, Person of Interest where um, they had Lionel, like, go and protect, like, one of the machine's targets? And she was, like, this Swedish supermodel. And they, they had this incredible, like action movie thing that you just saw little snippets of and in the end she like professes a love for him but they have to separate and you're like that's that's gonna be that it's gonna be this one incredible like fucking mgs3 like fucking emotional intensity fucking mm. mo- and i'm like no you're wrong you you imagine i'm gaslighting you now you made it up <laughs> it's fake modok has never been good and well, what about that uh, that stop motion series they put out that wasn't funny a perfect example, <laughs> quite frankly. It was why well, I was kind of shocked they did anything with Modok because they'd made the comedy series with him like a couple of years back. So I was kind of surprised they kind of dredged that character because I kind of assumed the fact they'd given him a comedy series was their way of saying there's no way we're ever putting him on screen. You see, like, just from the merchandising and stuff that they put out for Mod- like comic Modok and, and stuff like that, they thought they thought this character was going to be like... like a breakout. They, they thought this was the Neelix of Ant-Man and the Wasp. In fairness, <laughs> I have not seen much... Well, I've not really seen many people talk about the movie in general, but I've no. not seen many people talk about the Modoc. so maybe he is really popular. No, it's people. just that he's know. straight out of Spy Kids. I mean, yeah. I, 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 will, I won't lie, when I saw a picture of the Modoc like, unmasked, I thought it was a, a bad Photoshop joke picture someone had made. Everyone did. <laughs> and then I saw it, I was like, oh shit, this is actually the real thing. You <laughs> went to the bathroom at the best point when Jonathan Majors comes out and just shoves him against the wall and goes, don't talk. And I was like, what the fuck? I love Kang now. <laughs> <laughs> but I did feel a little bad because he was like, mm. I was like, okay. I don't I don't have the context for how much of a dick he, the character was beforehand, but still. Yeah. But yeah, no, they really tried to make him like the slapstick. Haha, funny guy. Oh, he's, ooh. And I was just like, okay. Same with everyone else in the cinema. Was just like, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> but no, um, interesting. Um, and you really can tell that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is losing steam, and they don't like it. Mm. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it is what, the time it, for the Avengers has passed. I'm sorry. It is interesting to me that uh, because th- there was obviously. Big, big, uh, like, what's what's the word? There's, there's a, there was a lot of momentum leading up to uh, the eventual um, Infinity War and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, that sort of like really led up to that bit of the build up in Endgame. That's the that's the other one. Uh, le- leading up to that, and um, they've obviously got a new phase. They're starting. They've started after that. That's building up to a, the new big thing, and in that. F- in the initial thing running up to Endgame, it was actually kind of hard to find, like, a movie that wasn't at least mildly entertaining. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, not, they're not, they're like, always entertaining. Yeah, like, I'm not going to sit there and say that the Marvel movies are amazing or anything. And, like, they're occasionally pretty good. Like, and occasion- occasionally really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not high art or anything. But, they, you know, they're entertaining. I mean, they're, they're comic book movies. They're, they don't have mm. to be. It's okay. But post-Endgame, we have had a few that have been real bad. Uh, the Eternals being one of the, the big ones. Yeah. Um, and I, and I know I'm not the only, I'm, I'm not, you know, the, uh, 
the consensus on this, but I thought about uh, Thor Love and Thunder was re- I, I really didn't care for that one. No, no, that's that's the consensus is people are no. just like, no, not good. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, no, that one was bad. That was bad. Uh, so I think it had uh, a lot of potential, but I think maybe they let Taika do maybe let's have a bit too much freedom. Yeah. I love Taika Waititi, but yeah, I think maybe you know it was trying too hard to be Thor Ragnarok, and in doing so, Lost became a parody of what made Thor Ragnarok work. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, anyway. no, that's fair. Yeah, that's probably fair to be honest. I quite enjoyed it, but that was a very fair comment. Mm. And uh, and so yeah, I feel like uh, we're, we're sort of in this sort of this zone where there is too much like cultural inertia for them to stop just making mm. Marvel movies. And so they are just going to keep making them until until they... like people are fucking bored shitless yeah. them and don't see them anymore. You know, so, capitalism so, breeding innovation. Yeah. So, do you think the better way of doing it, if they want to keep going with superhero films, because like, I've forgotten what it was like when blockbuster films weren't superhero films. To be honest. Yeah. It's been yeah, since like what two thousand eight. Oh, it's been earlier yeah. than that. Well, yeah, but that was like the first. You get the other ones like Spider Man, X Men. But yeah, before, yeah, but they yeah, weren't. Those were, but that wasn't the, when it was like. No, I know. I yeah. know. But that that was kind of when it started, and then Hollywood unfortunately goes. Yeah. When I say Hollywood, it's it's capitalism goes. Ooh, mm. we jingled the keys. Let's yeah. keep jingling them. And now so, it's like that, that's what's worrying me about. Like they're starting on D and D, and I'm like, great, fucking great. And not quite the same thing. But Matt, you were saying. So do you think? Because like, are they losing steam now? Because they've gone through the like characters that are like popular and they're going folk they're like spreading out into like the sort of more niche characters do you think that's why it's losing steam or just because it's been going on for so long i think a little column a a little column b quite frankly because like it's the moment i see arcade in a fucking marvel movie (laughs) is the moment i know the cinematic universe is dead (laughs) because jesus christ because just when you thought mojo was fucking tedious let's introduce some fucking ginger guy from nottingham (laughs) Who does the same kind of thing, but worse. Fucking awful. <laughs> I just had to bitch about Arcade. I hate that fucking son of a bitch. I think there is just, just a thing where there's... I, I, I think they, they've they done so much and there's so... And they, they because they adhere to very similar tropes a lot of the time, it does mean there is just like... I think there is just going to come a point at which Peter... Which they're just going to put out a movie that's going to be like fine... But it's just going to tank because people are just so sick of it. And I don't know if that's going to... Maybe that might take another decade. Um, but I don't know. It's like there's, there is always a finite amount of which you can feed people the same thing. Mm. And um, one day they are going to hit it. And especially with how much they put it out. I, always, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up transitioning to being mostly TV shows. Because in a lot of ways... I, th- I think you can kind of do some comic book stories a little better in that. And they can kind of tackle the smaller stories. Because I think one yeah. of the other problems with the MCU is that because we have we have done half of all of the universe gets killed. Um, well, we're getting into Storyline, how can you match up to that? Well, we're getting know? into like Rona and the fucking like, you know, the different Earths and stuff like that now. And it's like, oh my God, it's like... Because they've done the big ones, they've done the fucking scrolls, they've done like, like secret secret war, they've done fucking civil war. Um, it's it's like when they start getting to like Marvel zombies is is where you know <laughs> it's over. I've already done that in the What If series. 
Oh, it's over! Yeah. <laughs> it's over! It was the least interesting episode of What, of, uh, what If. Yeah, they were really <laughs> shitty comics as well. The art style was gross mm. and fucking great, but at the same time, it was like, I'm, I was so sick of fucking zombies by that point. Yeah. Still am. And it's like, yeah. But I, th- I think there is, like, uh, the, the TV shows can deal with the smaller scale adventures that the, the movies sort of... It, it because we've dealt with such big things in the movies, you can see that they feel the need to always be doing the bigger thing, and we've we've sort of got about as big as we can get. Like the the entirety of like uh, the universe, half of them getting wiped out is is like pretty high up there. The only way you can do more than that is be Lex season two. <laughs> and, yeah, they got to get the tongue toilets in Marvel. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, they just do. Or I guess Lex season three also uh, also kind of follows that up in a way that's technically bigger. Mm. Yeah. But I but uh, if if people have done no one knows this, what that is. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Uh, no. No one cares about spoilers for Lex. In Lex season two, the entirety of the universe gets destroyed um, and consumed by a bunch of arms. Uh, so everyone is dead, and they escape to another universe, um, which is our universe. Uh, where they then because they wanted to film in New Zealand, where they then inadvertently <laughs> destroy both heaven and hell, so there is no afterlife in our universe either. Lex is a time, yeah. yeah, it really is. And then they ran out of money, so season four they just came to Earth. <laughs> That's usually what happens. Yeah. Yeah. We say destroyed. They no, didn't. They, they, no. no, they didn't. No. <laughs> I don't think they destroyed Earth. I don't remember, but I don't remember much of season four because it wasn't very good. Quite frankly, we deserve it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I've been doing. Mm. So we should probably get to questions. Now, Drummer Matt, you have a question. Yes, I have a question. Send us uh, Matt at gmail.com. Which apparently no one's yeah. doing anymore. Apparently no one's fucking doing it anymore. You're all those down. Thanks so fucking much. I have cancer. <laughs> Damn it. On cooldown. <laughs> Fuck. I wasted it. <laughs> yeah. That's it, 12 hours. Yep. Anyway, Drummer B, what is it? I have one question, and I'm not even sure. Yeah, okay, we'll just deal with it. Ranger Rumble. Hello. E- emailed in. They're committed because they emailed into both email addresses. Okay, powerful. Um, Thank you, Ranger Rumble. Yeah. Thoughts on fish sticks on pineapple pizza? Disgusting. <laughs> Confusing. Is he? I don't. I haven't really had fish fingers in a while. I'm are not fish, a, sti- fish, are fish sticks. Fish they're, fi- they're fish fingers. Yeah, I, just okay. American fish fingers. They're not like cra- they're not like crab sticks, which is a different thing. No, they can, no, they're not like that at all. Yeah, because like yeah. When, if oh wait, says, no, fi- no fish. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. Yeah, because if people say fish sticks, because you get the here, deep then... fried ones in America, and then you get like crab sticks. Yeah, that are different. Yeah. Okay. They have both in America. Okay. They just uh, call them stupid things. Okay. Because yeah, but yeah, if we're talking about like crab sticks. On pizza, just don't eat pizza. Just don't do that. Yikes. No. But I like pineapple on pizza because it's nice. And uh, the only wrong thing to have on pizza is pineapple. Sweden? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I am not a communist. Um, is is bananas. Because fucking Sweden puts bananas on pizza and that's disgusting. Because I hate I've bananas. Had a, I've had a like sweet pudding pizza somewhere. It had like chocolate spread and bananas and things on it. But it was that's a very fine. different thing. But so. don't ever eat bananas. Because if you do, you're um, a Nazi. 
Um, I stand by that. No, I, I hate bananas and they've been trying to make me eat bananas while I was having chemo. And I'm like, this is the worst fucking six months of my life. And you somehow want to make it even worser. Yeah. How fucking dare you? But yeah, no, um, I like pineapple on pizza, fucking no bananas. And I wouldn't eat fish on pizza. That feels wrong. I, I don't care enough for pizza. You don't to, like cheese very much. To, to get into that. Like I can eat pizza. I used to not be able to eat it. I can deal with it now, but like I have to like... If I eat, you, you, you have know, to have a half an hour run up. Yeah, I kind of have to really <laughs> be hungry and really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you Matt? What about you? Yeah, I mean, I like your yeah, pineapple on pizza is great. I like mm-hmm. it. I appreciate it. it's like sacrilege to Italians or whatever. Uh, but I mean, equally, I'm sorry, Italians, if beyond you, your borders, like yeah. So you maybe like maybe fine. you should be happy to be a part of it. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> ever claim that a pizza with a, with pineapple on it is Italian, but most of the sort of pizzas we have are. I mean, that's why it's called the Hawaiian copy. pizza. What the fuck? <laughs> but yeah, but fish sticks in any form, I, I wouldn't go with. I love fish really, sticks on their own. I eat them on their own. Yeah, they fish fingers good. are great. Fish finger sandwiches. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't like fish. I, I mean, I, I, I can eat fish fingers. I haven't eaten them in ages. Uh, I don't like, I don't want them on a sandwich, but yeah, I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't eat fish fingers on a pizza and I wouldn't eat crab sticks on a pizza. Okay. But anyway, that, that is the, 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 high, the, the question we have. Yes. Thank you, Ranger Rumble, for being our favourite listener of the week. Yeah, so, no, no, but since no bug is doing that, are we just retiring the email address thing and just doing it on Twitter now? I guess or? we're just doing it on yeah. Twitter. So yeah, follow I'll, at I'll Wib keep... does tweets and once a month on a Wednesday on a Tuesday, then we'll put a tweet out, so just fucking pay attention. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean I'll check the email just in case, but But yeah, I fine. guess that's it then. Thanks yep. everyone. <laughs> You killed something beautiful. Uh, anyway, uh, let's answer. Let's do some questions. Uh, okay, I've got one from Chiat here. A nice, simple one. Uh, how, how's it going? Are you good? I hope you're good. You wonderful, shiny people. Uh, we're okay, I think. I'm fine. Shiny, happy people. Shiny, yes. happy people. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing good. My health update and everything is there. So yay. Yeah. Feeling positive. Yay. Um, okay, got one from Simon here. Hola. Uh, that uh, there's another question about screensavers apparently, which we'll maybe get to. Uh, but uh, they were um, asking if we remember a screensaver about a dude shipwrecked on a desert island and that he'd do random stuff. I have never seen this. No, I, ha- I haven't, but I have a fun anecdote about screensavers. We were never allowed to use them growing up because that's how the government saw what was on your computer. So I missed out on a lot of fundamental screensaver culture. But there's a load of them built into Windows. Yeah, and if you use those, it would send things. It would send your information to Windows, and then they'd send that to the government. What? Why? We could... weren't allowed to talk near the phones because the government was listening. I'm just, okay? I'm just, try- I'm just the trying. The government to... was a big part of my growing up. I'm just trying to pick apart why it would be the screensavers when, if Windows is committed to doing that, they we could do it literally any enabled. other time. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it was it was the screensavers. Okay. Like I can kind of understand where they're coming from about like oh if you were downloading them you could get viruses from them. Like oh I, no I, no viruses you know... were when I was on the computer even oh. though my father was looking at bimbo porn. Well yes. <laughs> no shade against bimbos. I'm just sorry people like my dad Google you. Ugh. Um, um, jo- Johnny Castaway. Johnny Castaway. So it's a screensaver released in 1992 by Sierra Online slash Dynamics. Oh, okay. Marketed under the Screen Antics brand as the world's first storytelling screensaver. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah, that's very before my time. I, I didn't get a PC until like the late nineties. So, wow, amateur. And yeah, uh, I wasn't was... allowed to use screensavers because of the government. So yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah, it's fun though. But it just like he just hangs out on a desert island and like occasionally does stuff, and like the story slowly progresses. There's various Easter eggs for um, Halloween and Christmas and various things. Not Easter though, ironically. Um, I made myself laugh. Oh, that's interesting. I've never heard of it before. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, another question from Seamus. Um, What's your favourite sound to hear? Um. Um. At the moment, I have a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is there's that uh, cat that meows at the person who sounds like a southern gentleman and it's like they, they go up and filming their, their cat and the cat turns around and goes well hi it's, yeah it sounds like it's going well <laughs> it yeah. sounds like it goes well hi and I yeah, just I love good. that that is a good sound that is a good, sound. A good sound and my okay. other one is uh, the it's this is the, the the pattern that I'm just applying to lots of other sentences in my life but there is a part uh, a vo- voice line from the game Blood where if you you win at one of the carnival games and the main character goes, ooh, I won, I won, I won, I won, I won. <laughs> and I've been just, it's like, ooh, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm, I'm just, I, that's what I'm doing mm. right now. So that, that's my answer. Okay. Um, Wib, what about you? I don't know. Come? It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty fun sound. Just. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the word. Oh, no. Yeah, that, yeah no, come is a fun word. It's a fun word. Yeah. I don't know. I legitimately don't know. Okay. Uh, Matt, you got anything for that? Is that Matt is your yeah, favourite you, word. This, this is my favourite sound. Are you ready? Yep. No. <laughs> did you do yeah. it? No. Oh, um, did Disc- you just fart? I did, I did it, but the, I was meant to get a reaction from you, but fucking Discord apparently... Hang on. <laughs> hang on. No, no, no. This is... Sorry, audience. You'll have to hear it twice. I'm going to go to Discord. And I need to turn off the stupid audio <laughs> clipping. How do I do that? Right. Okay. Bear with me. <laughs> No, oh, we're taking it. We're taking Discord. everyone on a little journey here. Okay. How do I do the thing on the Discord that automatically cuts off when I'm talking or not? Just turn your receive volume up. Like, like, uh, like... Yeah, 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 that's what I'm trying to do. How do I do that? Oh, there we go. Noise suppression. Um, oh my God. You are such uh, a dad. Noise suppression. Turn off. Right. Okay. Let's try again. Let's see if this works. Okay. Okay. Are you, are you... Oh, right, hang on. No, you are triggering me. That's my favourite sound. Stop it. You're, you're, okay, okay, backstory. The, the, the fucking cowbell thing that he just did. Oh, yeah. The cowbell was a mistake. Ignore the cowbell. No. <laughs> it's the kick and snare from the start of Lobsters, which freaks Snipe out every single time. Because it's the intro to a song. Because it forces next... me into panic every time you do it. Because I'll be mid-conversation talking about cum or something, and then I'll just see this... And I'll just be like, ah! and I'll, I'll freak out and have to start playing it. And it's, yeah, you son of a it's bitch. It's the best. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> there we go. Hope that was worth it. Well, since I'm going to have to make a note to make sure that that sounds even remotely listenable on the edit. <laughs> yep. You're welcome. Good. Good. Oh, my God. Like, I might just I, I might just insert the actual thing. Yeah, that's trigger me violently. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, so that's that's good. Okay, okay, right. Uh, uh, Qui-Gon Jim Albans. <laughs> good name. Uh, Albans, sorry. Uh, if you could create the next Star Trek series, what would you do? 
Oh, it'd be Mando X Snipe, the fully first triple X rated Star Trek. Oh, I don't care then. <laughs> I was seriously thinking about Star Wars. <laughs> it would okay. It would be me and that hot pilot from Picard. Rios. I remembered his oh, name. Rios. <laughs> oh, that man. I, 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 it, w- man. it wouldn't be sexy. It'd just be like me sitting there being like, "You are pretty, <laughs> and I would like to comb your hair." I mean, the obvious answer is to do something in the uh, like the Lost era, the um, the era between. Um, the sort of next gen movies and TNG um, is sort of a, a large period of time that not much has been done with on screen anyway. Uh, so where everyone's wearing the big monster maroon outfits with the very seventies trousers. Very. Um, that'd be sort of the obvious thing. I have my pet project, uh, which I which I want to do, uh, which I would like to do, which is to set it in a much further future thing and have a uh, Miranda class you and fucking that has um, been repeatedly um, modified and changed out so there's no part of the original ship left. It is the USS Theseus. Um, you could be making this up and drop a mat and I'd be like, hmm, yes, Theseus. Mm, right, yes, yeah. quite. The, the ship of Theseus. Almonds, to be specific. A, a, the, the, the philosophical argument about if, well, the, the question oh, of if you, oh, if you broom, replace, replace every piece of a ship, is it still the same ship? Um, the joke, uh, a, a joke that was famously done very simply and well in Only Fools and Horses with Trigger's broom. Speaking of triggers. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you don't like Only Fools and Horses. I brought it up. Um... Okay, another question uh, from Hale. Uh, are the lyrics to your songs available anywhere? Uh, <laughs> We've tried this multiple times. There are some, some people have scribed them. There's been a few kind of like people who have put up like, they're like completely independent of us who have done that. Yeah. Um, uh, but there no, were... we do, the, the, there is in the second album, I think, all the text on it is like 0.6 text. I believe both albums do have the lyrics in them actually the first one might and also people have been like people occasionally email us going can i buy an album and honestly it's a fucking nightmare so just uh, we're lazing in the short the short answer is uh if you want the lyrics uh then maybe come buy an album from us when we play gigs again which we will (laughs) we will shout about so yeah (laughs) when we play within 10 miles of derby Mm -hmm. Because Darby is just... It, everything's in Leicester now. All the gigs are in Leicester now. That's just the way it goes. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played a gig. I couldn't I possibly say that. Anyway, I found the original uh, wallpaper question. So, Ed Fortune. Uh, screensaver my bra- for my brain is an adorable animation of a goblin chasing a butterfly. What's the screensaver for you and your fellow podcasters' brains? That's an interesting question. Huh. I, I can't do that because then my thoughts will be sent to the government. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I don't believe that. Um, I don't know. I guess like if I'm anxious, it's the brick maze. <laughs> because that always made me a bit uncomfortable because that was always playing on my school computers. Yeah, it's always playing on school computers. It, yeah. was just, it freaked me out because I was like, is this like Wolfenstein but shit? And it frightens me. <laughs> I like changing the textures on it. You can do that? Yeah, you can change the textures on the maze. I wasn't allowed to use them because so the government... change the wall. I remember doing the once with like the, uh, uh, the shiny art off a, off a Raichu Pokemon card. <gasps> oh, that sounds sick yeah. as fuck. I bet it looked awful. It looked terrible. But I bet you felt so <laughs> Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, you could change. I can't remember. I can't remember if you could change each texture individually. I think it was just like, oh, change the walls to this texture or whatever. I think that was all you could do. But you could change the texture, yes. Hmm. Um, I'm trying again because I'm not really up on old like screensavers because they were verboten in my my house. I I think the idea is it's less about a specific screensaver and more just like the idle screen in your brain. Yeah. What What do you tend to day What do you tend to daydream about? I guess is. You're really asking me that question. Yeah, that feels like, <laughs> that feels like a dangerous variant of that question. Yeah, I did ask that. That's I think that's what the original question's getting at. Okay, well, kind of, what's my default kind of thing? Yeah, I, don't I know. think so. I don't know, really. I think I, I tend to think about stories I want to write a lot. Yeah, I'm t- I tend to be a words guy, so like, I'm, I'm Well, no, quite I don't often... think words, I just think about scenes, yeah. and I think about certain things in the scenes, like, what's the light level's going to be at? Does the light feel warm or cold? Is the character comfortable? Are the characters in love? Do they hate each other? Are they friends? You know, like, kind of, that, I guess I just think of stuff like that. It's my default. Tells me where I am is what what my brain kind of defaults to. Like if I'm in the shower, I that's where I write music. Like mm. I come up with ideas for songs. Like while I'm <laughs> while I'm in the shower. Now I'm just imagining you in like glorious full detail, just running <laughs> naked out the shower, dripping wet, running to Grabbing your grabbing his SG. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's Rocking like, I can't out. Figure it's like out just sat what? there being like, I don't know if I'm confused or turned on right now. <laughs> it, uh, it's a hearty mix of both, honestly. Because I'm like, naked man, we're wielding a guitar. And then he's like, why are my strings always so rusty? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Fucking who knows? <laughs> he's still holding the dove and it's just like, just, just soaping up the fucking chords. Fucking like yeah, mate. Dove is a brand of soap for people that don't know. <laughs> no, he eats chocolate in the shower, but it has to be imported from America. Uh, <laughs> Galaxy is called Dove in America. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ameri- I'm Ameri- surprised America's that you didn't just say a bird, which would be <laughs> yeah, the simplest version. Do you remember? Do you remember? Because this was when before we were dating. My brother and I got obsessed with um, the misheard lyric from the darkness, which is, I believe in a thing called Dove. It flies around and is above. And my brother and I just kept, and that's all we said to each other for like three months. It was so fucking funny because we both have ADHD and we have, you know, we repetitively, you know, get use out of uh, idiosyncratic languages. Um, like he will randomly send me a pigeon emoji and that that's everything. He's the pigeon emoji guy. I'm the crocodile emoji guy. Why crocodile emoji? It just feels right. All right, okay. Uh, <laughs> Matt, do you have any, any input on this one? Because I, I really don't have um, any consequences to say. I'm like, usually researching something. Tits. Like, I, you know, I wouldn't like be surprised. Can new, I have a guess? New laptops or new tellies. Or, not that I actually want to get, but I usually have something in my head where if I was to get a new laptop, what would I get? So then my default thing to, like, if I'm just bored or whatever, is just to in my head compare specs of the things that I've looked up on, which is mm. incredibly dull. But it's kind of what my brain just defaults to. I get you. Oh, I get that's you. fine. I um, get you. Yeah, it's less visual, I guess, but I was going to say it's kind of divine I'm, definition, not I'm a more, but It, it is yeah, interesting. Like, I do, do want to piggyback off this question, which mm. I think is quite a good one. Um, and I just want to say, do you, so you got, you've already said, Wib, that you're more of a, you, you think in words so does that mean you think text or you think spoken like you you can hear your own voice in your head spoken oh word. shit we get this is this is going down and we need a whole podcast to decide, discuss this <laughs> no i'm just very curious because <laughs> like, everyone's brain mm. works so differently yeah, yeah 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 uh mine is like i go back and forth because like when i'm kind of like thinking about a problem 
I think about it in my own voice, like I rubber duck myself. Yeah, effectively, yeah, I do that. Um, but when I'm thinking of like anything else, it's usually kind of like it's, it's like if I'm thinking about creative stuff, like if I'm thinking about a story or a D and D hook, I'm trying to trying to do, then it will all be visual and like it's like um like it's like a movie scene for me. It's like I have to construct it like that. Yeah, I think if you're thinking of like narrative things, I, I like. No, that's... if I'm thinking of his creative stuff, well, I know think well, of it like the wrong that. word. Uh, but you're you're thinking of something that is visual in its in its mm. thing. Then yeah, that's 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 something which I can do. Yeah. But if I'm just my usual like thing is to think about in like it's the spoken word. Yeah. Okay. Um, which is why I, I you know like um, videos and things like quite often intros and things I will have. Usually, while I'm while I'm trying to get to sleep and my brain's like being <laughs> a dick and making me think about things, yeah. I, like quite often the intros of videos get written like that because I'm just like, how do I broach a topic? Mm. And then it just kind of and it's, it appears in my brain and then I write it down so it's not in my brain anymore. Okay, drama. But what about you? Because you're quite um, an analytical kind of person. You're you're a very kind of smart person. <laughs> <laughs> and I am not, as you can tell by the way. I'm like, you think good, so I can imagine you being quite a, uh, quite a direct kind of thinker. Um, yeah, I don't think I think in my, I don't think I hear my own voice when I think. Mm. But it's so hard to tell because it's it's sort of it's such a big question. It is. And like, some people might think or do obviously think differently, but some people then also interpret it differently as well. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's a big it's, one. It's a very, very... Yeah. It, 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 it's the, the answer can be as long or as short as you like. That's, yeah, that, but yeah, I don't, I, don't think, I don't think I hear my voice when I think to okay. myself. Okay. I was, I was um, just wondering, yeah. But I do... The words do happen. I don't mm. see them written down, but I don't hear them either. It's more kind of like an inst- instinctual, you know the words have been said. Yeah, I guess mm. so, yeah. I get that. That's kind of my default, I guess, as well. It's kind of like, I know that something... It, but you don't hear it happen... The words have just happened. Yeah, if that makes sense. So it's like you're. It's like it's like when you're thinking, you're remembering something you have just said. Oh, I'm getting. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's quite. That's quite a good way of describing it. Yeah. I think. yeah. Really? Thank you. Yeah. No, okay. that was good. That was good. That was that. that yeah, that was good. Okay. Yeah. Well, did you want to carry on asking the questions? Y- yeah, sure. Uh, Jewel Knight Jess says, "What time is it?" And I will say, "It's time to jewel." Knight Jess is open for commissions. Good it's question. ten past ten, by the way. It's ten past ten. We've been uh, doing this for recording a while this. now. Yeah. Uh, In the evening. Hashi, I have a few. One, do you ever crave, crave mozzarella sticks? No. I yes, all the time, yes. I, I think they're gross. Oh, they're it's the just grease. I like cheese. I like stick. <laughs> <laughs> I like sticks. I like cheese. Never the twain shall meet. Yeah. Blech, terrible. Uh, two, since it was International Frog Day, how do you feel about huh. the sp- how, about Space Slan? I, I mean, they're, they're a part of canon. Yeah. Yeah, they're certainly... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I'd be happy with them returning, especially if they were the giant mm. grumpy frogs that we have in <laughs> um, Age of Sigmar. That I, uh, yeah. Because I, I relatively recently painted... I say relatively recently, it's quite a while ago now. Uh, painted one. We're old. And, it's uh, re- as long as it's in the last ten years, that's relatively recent. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, painted one of the uh, the fine cast ones, and mm. uh, yeah, they 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 were great fun. They also posted a picture of an otter who looks very cheeky after having drunk milk and says, "Look at this otter." Sorry, Hashi, not a question. Assassins are dispatched to your location. <laughs> um, Shanus, if you had to make a video of one of your songs, which one and what would it be like? Grannies. Grannies. I mean. <laughs> 
I don't want to see that. Looking at my wiener. No, I have. I had. I, I. I wish we. I wish we should have had the idea at, at we, sort of the have... time. I had this real firm like idea in my head where Dicko would play both himself and, and his, his granny. Oh yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, and you know, you'd obviously not see anything, and like you'd squirt mayonnaise at Dicko in a wig. And whenever it would cut back to cut back to us playing, it'd be done in the most classy way possible. Uh, I, I'd be on a double bass. Yeah, I was thinking I couldn't be mm, on an electric one. I was thinking like we'd have the whole thing of you know like uh, boy bands when they do a ballad and they'd be all sitting down and oh, then, and then when it gets halfway through they stand up, yeah, yeah, and yeah, do yeah, that yeah. and everything. Yeah. But I, I have yeah. to be sitting down playing a double bass. Yeah, we'd figure it out. We'd figure it out. (laughs) Or I'd stand on a step stool. Maybe even we'd be be stood on, uh, sat on stools. Maybe, maybe even uh, we could just go on a tall stool. Maybe I could just put high heels on. You know, like old bands and stuff. You'd see them when they're at um, when they would be playing. When they would be playing, and they'd have like a little um, guard in front of them that each what each one would have like like a, a bouncer. No, no, it's like a physical thing. Oh, like a barrier. Like, like a barrier in okay, front of them. Okay, You'd okay, see it in okay, like okay, little okay. orchestras mm. and things sometimes. Yeah. Like maybe with those, like to make it look extra classy. Ooh, yeah. Um, and like one of us would be wearing a shawl. Yeah, like we'd all, oh, we'd all be dressed up. We'd all look like, you know, it'd be, it'd be suits and nice dresses as coats appropriate. Coats and, like, what, yeah. was, what was it? Coats and coats? No. What? <laughs> Fuck <laughs> coats. <laughs> okay, I'll write that down so we can cut it out. <laughs> 206. Yep. Cut. Remove all the coats. <laughs> well, then we can't have a video, can we? <laughs> hey. uh, but yeah, that was I, that. That is the one I, I always saw in my head of how to do. Yeah. I do actually have a bit of an idea for the new song we've written. If we get around to recording oh, yeah. that, Adam and I have a lot of ideas about. <laughs> I have ideas that can be actually made. No, we, you can make our ideas. You're just a coward. <laughs> Not sure some of your ideas no, are physically I possible. I don't think that they are physically possible to perform in in the world uh, with any degree of decency. So but yeah, we should if we get bound to like doing another EP or album or recording or, whatever, really or even to. just a single or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we should totally do a video with it, Cause especially now you guys have like since our last. Because when was the last album? Fucking yonks ago, mate. Is it twenty twenty sixteen? Because I did so the it... album art for that one. Yeah, it was twenty sixteen because mm. we did because that you... was our last big. That was mm. our last proper gig, and then we yeah. had a reunion gig the next year for the ten year anniversary. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, yeah. yeah twenty sixteen, you guys were making videos, but you were just doing you were doing your gameplay videos at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We weren't doing like, so since stuff then. You've had so much like experience doing like live action stuff. Yeah, mm. like well, I was you bitching could just about get you guys TV. to do like, to do to do our our videos for us yeah so. yeah no we'll do, we'll do like, that that's fine i'll write the jokes and <laughs> it's fine but no i think i i really do like we have been talking for years about what you know what song would we do a video for mm-hmm. um we started and, we, were get, we got down the sort of pre-production phase of doing one for um brain salad yeah but i think it's because we we're also burnt apart from dicker we we're also burnt out on zombies we just didn't fucking really want to do it Maybe yeah, I'm just projecting. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But this I is, this personally, is a long time ago. it's a very long time ago. So you know. But yeah, the no. first album was like 2010. Shit. <laughs> so yeah. that was a long time ago. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. I, that's that's a good question. And yeah, like I do think it's going to be one of our newer ones because the thing with a lot, I will say a lot of our older songs maybe were a bit younger and weren't as sensitive to certain things. And like playing our old songs now kind of makes me wince a little. There's a couple. There's, there's a, a couple, couple of things in there where it's like, this isn't very cool. This isn't, I don't feel good about this. You know, but then it's like, 
we didn't mean it in in an intentionally harmful or kind of like shitty way but like kind of being a bit more socially aware now i'm like looking back and going oh i would have been nice if we didn't do that in fairness that is the minority of songs it it is no it is but it's still a thing and it's it's good because that shows that we've grown yeah and you know and honestly i love i really love our new songs like our newer songs are so much better Mm. like the new song let's be honest best song ever (laughs) fucking just saying um but yeah uh I'll read the next question. Um, let's have a look. Given some, uh, given the seeming success, uh, this is from Matt Hunter, number 10. Given the seeming success of games like Star Wars Armada, Armada and X-Wing, uh, I'll add Star Trek Attack Wing, but I know of no one who plays it. <laughs> do you think it's time GW brought back Battlefleet Gothic? Yes. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I... I... It would knowing modern GW, it will be released in limited numbers. They'd be they're, they're already on It'd the fourth get edition. Scalped to shit, and then they wouldn't make it again, and so you would not be able to get it. Yeah, <laughs> but let's say Except that Matt Hunter wasn't set. being a cynical prick, <laughs> and is just like let's say mm. they bring it back, and it's it's good. Yeah, I would I would like to see them have another shot at it because yeah. I think uh, Battlefleet Gothic is a very interesting game, and uh, it's it. it it's one of those games that I feel could do with another run at just streamlining some parts of it. Mm-hmm. Because some parts of it are... It's one of those games that is occasionally unreasonably complex for no good reason. Um, in that sort of way that an early version of something is. Mm-hmm. Before they've had a chance to really to refine it. it. Yeah. And so I would like to see them have a shot at it again. If for nothing else, then I'd quite like to, you know, be able to get hold of some of the models. <laughs> I think that's fair. Because uh, we've got a handful, obviously, but, um, you know, it'd be nice to see uh, to see them again. I, I, I think there is a niche for it, but I mean, I guess it depends on whether there is a niche for it that Games Workshop is interested in fulfilling, if there is enough for them to warrant putting it out again, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm happy with that answer. Hmm? Yeah. Dramily bum. Anything to add? Um, yeah, I'd love to give it a try. Mm. Can't commit to be paint, painting anything because, like, you know, I'm a oh, the great one thing day about I might finish my first half. You can't stop having children, can you? The great thing about Battlefleet <laughs> Gothic yeah, I very is... much can. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I've, I've heard it's like, you know, it's a lot of work. The mm-hmm. interesting thing about Battlefleet Gothic model painting is that it's like 90% dry brushing. So it's actually really easy to like knock out a fleet in an afternoon. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. right, yeah. But also they are very small and edible. Oh, no, I'm I, I'm just, I, I'm not saying that they are something you should have around children. Uh, but See, this is, this is one of the, like a big reason I'm like, I don't, well, you know, I don't want kids is because I have a lot of expensive grown-up toys <laughs> and I like them to be within grabbing distance and that kills children. So that's a problem. <laughs> uh, Bearded Cyborg says, our Lord and Saviour, Drummer Matt, as a fellow Dilf, what is your opinion of the popular show Bluey? My niece and nephew fucking love Bluey. And I think it's just such an Australian thing. I've seen a few clips of it and it does seem like quite a funny show. It's quite cute. And I like how Bluey's a girl. But it's for Drama Matt. Because yeah. he's the Dilf. Drama Matt, you're just not answering I, this question. No, hang on, sorry. I, I, I zoned out slightly. Apologies. I was really? daydreaming about... Yeah, you're, say again. You were daydreaming about, I don't know, 
eating miniatures. But yeah, <laughs> what is your opinion of the popular show Bluey? Oh, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, okay, I did have here. Um, I have no opinion at all. I, I, I'm aware it exists. And your kids, about... your kids don't like Bluey. I don't know. Haven't seen it. Haven't tried. Forgot it existed until this moment. No oh, fuck. Um, okay. Also, no, for kids the... are into Paddington and Thomas are the are the go tos. Oh, like old school Thomas or modern Thomas? Uh, both. There's, there's old school Thomas, is in like the old, um, like filmed on a model railway Thomas, and then the new to- new Thomas. They do have new episodes, which is technically the same series. It's like up to episode series like twenty four or something. Daft. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Um, it is a continuation yeah, we're, of, we're but fucking, they've, they've got Kiefer yeah. Sullivan. <laughs> but they evolved. Um, they added in like season ten or twelve or something. They started like adding a bit of CGI. They they CGI'd the faces first, so the faces could actually talk. Oh, I don't know if I, I like that. Um, I like it when they get mad, their eyes spin. That didn't last long, and it was only like a couple of seasons, and it went like full CGI. And rather than having a narrator. Um, they all have like you know voice actors. Yeah, and things. I, but it was... is still the the sort of continuation of the original one. So sometimes you can get away with watching one of the old ones, and sometimes it's like no newer ones. But the old um, ones are great because they have the, old the ones models. Are great. I know they're so. I love better. the models. But then new Thomas, fucking new Thomas is the worst. It's like it's called like oh, I can't even what the series is called, but it's like they stopped the old series and made a new one. And it's like just two D cartoon animated rather than like three G CGI animated. Mm. Although I assume it's computer generated two D animated. Anyway, like the train they can like they move they move their like two front wheels up and down like as if their arms and can pick stuff up and they can like <gasps> jump between oh. they can like jump like and like bounce between tracks and it, it's fucking horrible. I've just realised that, that we're all body horror. I've just realised that we're all Thomas the Tank Engine G oneers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're not Richard Starkey. I'm not listening to you about fucking <laughs> trains. I'm just not doing it. Uh, but nice yeah. use of his actual name. Thank yeah, you. Nice. Thank yeah. you. Don't, don't explain. No. No. If you don't know, you don't know, and you won't ever know. No. Um, um, and also, uh, for all three of you, what breed of dog do you think you are? I'm a husky. Yeah, because you yell. Like, I yeah. scream. Yeah. Like I like. When Wib's like, we need to go to the doctor, I lie on the floor and go, Mah! This is true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. So I'm definitely a husky. Uh, Wib is a borzoi. Is that because of my nose? <laughs> I like noses. I like noses and I like moustaches, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's because you really like borzois and they're weird alien dogs. I like, I like borzois. They're, they're, they're just fluffy oh, grey hands. How on earth do you, do you spell Borzoi? B-O-R-Z-O-I. They're like, just, just dogs, they're just, yeah, they're... Oh, they're those f- guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. What if a greyhound was fluffy? Yeah, I also do yeah. really like You like greyhounds. I'm trying to think of like a dog that is kind of like a cat and they always look grumpy. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Uh, you have to find a dog with my... I guess like a basset hound is my vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying... Oh, Dramat's like, he's... He's big and he has resting bitch face. I'd just go a lab or something, something fairly. But you are like you are like the sweetest, most like cherishable human being. So I'm trying to think of like, like like a big dog that's actually a dog, like, like, like a pit bull. Because like you know, like, not like a golden retriever. No, I was like, like a pit bull because they always look like they've got this really warm smile, and the and people think they're scary, but then they're actually like really gentle and lovely dogs. Okay. I don't and, think anyone know, thinks I'm scary, to be fair. Dude, you're six <laughs> foot nine. <laughs> no. uh, I'm five I, oh foot my God. eleven and a half. 
No, you're like six foot, dude. Shush. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just shy of six foot, I think. Okay. Don't be shy. It's okay. <laughs> um, but no, I remember... Oh, there was a few comments, because when we did the live misanthropod, everyone was like... I literally saw there was like a handful of comments going, holy shit, Drama Matt's hot. Then <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we thought you'd be like this, this like Star Wars, like, you know, like the weird wow nerd from South Park. I think the and thing I'm is, like, is that... F- okay, one, rude to that guy, because the problem with that guy is that he was personality wise was a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, I, I would say that this is also uh, after us fueling uh, oh, the speculation stories about Drama Matt. Yeah, yeah. For, for us making up wild, telling very true stories. Sorry Thank you. about Thank Matt. You. So, yes, you know, very true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I yeah, I love it how straight away I'm a husky. <laughs> or if like if there's the whole kind of like, oh, what animal are you cockatoo? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm just cockatoo. Yeah, I have yeah. echolalia and I scream. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, I have echolalia to the point where I don't know I'm doing it. So I'll be in the fucking kitchen and... What happened in Sainsbury's the other day? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, no. Um... So, yeah, Snipe, uh, Snipe has... Uh, it's presumably to do with ADHD. It has echolalia, which, if you're not aware, is where you will just repeat things to yourself. Like, it's... You're, you're like a parrot, it's, but it's a tick, It's basically. very similar to... It's similar, but not quite the same thing as, like, Tourette's. Like Tourette's it's it's, it's um, in the same kind of school of that kind of yeah, thing. But yeah, but it's not... It, nowhere, it's, nowhere near as severe. It is a thing that is, you know, it is nowhere near as severe as that. Yeah. But it's, it's a similar kind of vibe. And um, Snipe will just repeat things. Um, I, and the thing is... The fact that I don't know I'm doing it a lot of the time means that I will have done this in public and not noticed. Oh yeah, you do it all the time. Oh, um, don't say that. <laughs> not when I'm out in the pub um, in public on my own. Uh, and and we were in uh, Sainsbury's and a couple walked past us and they were obviously having an in joke and they went butter to <laughs> yeah, each other. Butter, butter. It's like well, we need butter and the girl goes butter and I go butter. <laughs> Like at them, like perfectly in time, and then I, I immediately I'm like smacking. I'm like, oh no! Your hand goes over your mouth. You're like, oh god! And I lose like all the blood drains from my face, and I'm like, oh my god! They think I'm that fucking weirdo. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! See, it's not just me walking past Cookie Cake going, I love my daddy. No. Oh, you do that a lot as well. Yeah. I'm, I don't do that, do I? You, you you do the the Silent Hill origins, isn't it? Yeah, I love. I my love daddy. my dad. You d- I can't yeah, do it properly. Y- you, you because do that the thing with with echolalia is it's always in the same cadence. Mm. So I can try and repeat it, but it's not the same. Mm. So yeah, that's great. Yeah, you get things in your head. You, I I usually you, I usually know whatever's roaming around your head because it's when you go to the kitchen and I'll hear whatever it is like. Uh, how can it fly <laughs> when it has no feathers? The bubble. From the bubble. Dita uh, Or uh, my son does not have ADHD, he just <laughs> likes to jump. Which is another Pedro Pascal quote, I believe. It is. It is. Uh, I'll just hear that from the kitchen. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Do you yep. want to ask one more question, then we'll wrap up? Cause no, no, we, we can go through, it's fine. I, I don't want to leave anyone undone. Uh, Final Wolf Samus, what's a piece of lore from a fictional universe you love, despite how dumb slash ridiculous it is? Which is a fucking awesome question. Um... Um, I'm trying to think because it, that now it's like quick tell a joke. Uh, <laughs> ooh, that's a good question. You got one, Matt? Um, don't know. <laughs> I, I will say um, like 40k, the one everyone knows. Uh, orcs just believing shit, making it manifest. I think that's just so good. Yeah, there's, there's it's a... so it's so fucking mm. stupid. I mm. love it. 
it's 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 that kind of joyfully silly. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that where it's just that is really stupid and it it probably shouldn't be in there, but I'm glad it is. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. That is that is very much. A, I, I I can't think of something in the moment at all. Yeah. My mind has gone blank. I've forgotten every piece of, of media that I enjoy. We'll all have great answers as soon as we stop hitting, yeah. like stop recording. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, uh, they have another one. Uh, what song or songs always make you happy? Um, uh, I don't know, but I can tell you one that always makes me really relaxed, uh, yeah? which is um, the Final Fantasy Prelude song. Oh, yeah, uh, that, that, es- that's kind of like that's, that's a very strong nostalgic trigger. Yeah, especially the version of it from Final Fantasy VII. That always just really mellows me out if I hear it. Mm. Um, I will say Neon God by K that's such a mm. cute little bouncy song uh, Koinosperm Koinosperm by, uh, yes. by, yes. by the Maximum the <laughs> there is that, no way I always have to do the little dance that they <laughs> yeah. do in the video <laughs> there is no always. way always <laughs> there is no way to not be happy while listening to that song <laughs> Awesome <laughs> Forces by the Aquabats that is such a that's that's another kind of like it's so upbeat. Super rad, also I think is super yeah, rad. Pretty fun acrobat song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really Mr. Good. Blue Sky ELO. That's mm-hmm. always a that is yeah. that is a pretty that's fun a good one. song. That's a good if we're going a bit more yeah. school. Oh, uh, Rocks by Primal Scream. Don't think I'm familiar with that one. It's it's good. I like that one. Oh. It's it's not it's not a super happy song, but I just it's it's upbeat. It's got trumpets in it, in a kind of bluesy way, mm. and like. It's it's just it always it hypes me up. Mm. It's good. It's good. John the Fisherman by Primus. Primus make me laugh. When <laughs> I grow up, I want to get that's it. Yeah. John the Fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Primus sucks. Yeah, no, Prim- <laughs> Primus are the best. No, but if you say Primus sucks, that means you're a true fan. Oh, uh, okay. I, it's I'm a whole thing. It's, it's, it, yeah. I, they did it just so people would argue in their YouTube fucking comments, and you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think nice. they did it long before. They no, no, they did. They yeah. did. I'm being a twat. Uh, but like, great. yeah, excellent. It's very funny. Um, let's have a quick look. Oh, Simon says, no wishes for you. Just, you know, just good wishes for you, Snipe and Drama Matt. That's really sick. Um, yeah, you've got you've got them on your phone in a different order to me. So Twitter is a fucking hellscape. Yeah. Always has been. Uh, Neko Science says, so how would you go about collecting old models as, ter- as a tertiary student with a limited budget living in New Zealand? I don't even know, mate. Um, all I can all I can say is what I do, which is I just get them off eBay. Um, frankly, I'm uh, sure do... Neko Science hasn't thought of eBay, the online <laughs> yeah. marketplace. Um, there's things like uh, Troll Trader, and uh, I hear good things about Old Hammer Facebook groups for for getting old models, but I refuse to go on Facebook, so I don't know. Yeah, that's um, that's the big barrier to entry. I, my my um, life got better. My skin cleared up. Snakes stopped manifesting in my home. I'm as soon quite as upset I said about that. Yeah, back to that. As soon as I stopped going on Facebook, so I, I got to check. banned from Facebook. I don't know why. And then I made a new account, and I and that got banned before I could even like post a picture because it said I was suspicious. You are pretty suspicious, in fairness. I am, but, like, in a way that they shouldn't really care about. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, it's... It really depends on what you're after, uh, because there are some things that are easy to get and some things that are hard to get. Um, One of my ideas for videos that I've got kind of the script half written and one day I will do is a, a little primer on collecting old models and the things you have to kind of go through to to 
get them and what you have to do to them because obviously you ain't getting them brand new well you can sometimes yeah if you want to spend like hundreds of pounds or whatever that's fine mostly you're going to be getting secondhand models and the the various foibles that that there is to that um but yeah really there are are a lot of groups yeah you could probably get like swapsies in and stuff yeah like i said old hammer groups on facebook i hear are very good Uh, i've mostly done it through um ebay uh sometimes i've even found them through like people selling stuff on twitter but um but yeah, it's uh, all I can say is good luck, um, and and how difficult it is really depends on what you're after. Old school Space Marines you can do without it getting too bad price wise because you can still find the RTBO one plastic kit um, models for a reasonable price. Um, but some things like say squats or. Say old tyranids or um, e- even old imperial army stuff can get real expensive real quickly. So um, also be aware that SEO is a very real plaguey problem, and people will constantly mislabel things just so they can get more money out of you. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I'm, there's I'm, a lot of that. There's, there's, the, the amount of time I'm on eBay and going like that is not. That is not a Rogue Trader piece. That is from 1995. Yeah, Rogue Trader isn't, oh, it's old. It's yeah. a specific, but whatever. Um, but yeah, best of luck to you, Necroscience. Yeah, or do, it, do is, is wish best you luck. luck. Wish you luck. Uh, Dave Megason, would you like a crumpet? I could go for a crumpet. Draw mat. Yeah, crumpet. What, what, what's your go-to crumpet topping? Butter. Yeah, I just, butter. Like, I just really like butter on them. <laughs> Yeah, mm. hey, like, I, I don't. I don't get jam on. I used to eat them raw because. Oh, well, that's the worst. Yeah, that's awful. I got called. Uh, I, I'll see if I can remember if, if I can. Ashley was 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 the bully who, who tortured me about my lunch because there's nothing funnier than a poor kid who has the same thing for lunch every day. Let's bully them. They've yeah. obviously got got it going too easy. So like, I would occasionally pack my own lunches like raw crumpets. Mm. And I ate it, and she turns around and goes, oh my god, that's feral? Because feral was bad when yeah, I was yeah. growing up. And I was just like, so I, I so I started spitting at her. She went away, so, you know. Yeah, I was like, you're going to call me a feral? I'm going to fucking act like one. <laughs> I, had, I had one crumpet for lunch. That was it. And I spat most of it at Ashley. <laughs> Fuck you, Ashley, I hope you're dead! Um, Tartan Rock, how do you get over a painting block? Fuck, mate, that's a great question. I wish I could tell you that the answer is anything other than you just it. you just have to fucking do it. What I tend to do is I tend to try and make it like a... Well, this is just for getting over blocks in general. I will turn it into a kind of self-care exercise. Mm. Uh, because I, because ADHD, I don't have any gratification for working hard. And then mm. I don't get that rush of serotonin after I've done something. Mm. I just go, well, that was a pain in the ass. So what <laughs> I do is I go, okay... Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have I'm going to have I'm going to have a nice drink maybe maybe some some Castiel del Diablo <laughs> maybe maybe some vodka you know I literally have on or off when it comes to you know mm. things like this and you know I'll get myself like a nice pastry I really enjoy and I'll I'll eat that and drink like have a bit of vodka while I'm painting mm. and like I'll watch I'll watch a movie I really like and just try and give myself like 
buffs, for lack of a better word. So it's like, yeah, I'm doing something that I'm finding difficult, but I'm having a fondant fancy. I'm having a vodka. I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching fucking Die Hard. I'm watching uh, like Terminator, you know. Yeah. And I just make it. Uh, I'll light a nice candle, you know, and I'll just like basically make it a really pleasant experience with just a little bit of a bit of a push through the block. Yeah. What... That that's kind of what I do. But unfortunately, sometimes you just need to let these things settle themselves as hard as you can try and. I, I found that if you really, really try and push through a block, it can make it worse. Yeah, my, my actual, so yeah. my actual advice. Wow, um, that I, is my actual <laughs> advice. And that, the, the way you said it, well, like, oh yeah, but if you want some actual advice, yeah. since my actual this, advice that no, might actually help is I'm no, because I got that too. I was just like, no, wow. just because I said at the start, you just got to fucking do it. Like I'm so I know, I would, but like yeah. contextually, like, after yeah, okay, me fair, saying that, that fair, sounded fair. so fucking but mean. My actual advice not related to your actual advice thank you um is that um when i um am feeling burnt out and unable to do something is to do something different so say if you are painting space marines because you're a warhammer player statistically or painting space marines let's be honest um i say i i literally am painting lamenters like like before before this this, thank you um but uh, but is if you're doing that, then paint something different. Maybe uh, maybe something that say isn't related to whatever is you know you're currently working on. So say if the reason why it's kind of got on top of you is because you know you need to finish this army and it's really got on top of you, is to just paint a model that's completely unrelated to it. Um, and maybe something that is not really that important, like say some random model that you've got knocking around, oh, that's, that's, and just paint that. That's um, a very cool. So I've I've found that Space Marine Heroes, like where you just buy a little mystery mini box, and like I just occasionally I'll get one because I fancy just like you know what I just fancy a bit of a surprise. I fancy putting something together. Yeah, and it it can be really refreshing to just like you say do something outside of your norm because a change is as good as a rest. Yeah, I think that can be a that can be a really helpful thing if you are finding yourself mm. overwhelmed by uh, by a specific project because sometimes you'll then uh, you'll then go and do something else for a while and that can kind of click it in your brain because I find myself that I I get very easily overwhelmed and batch painting as, burns me out. Yeah, and as soon as I get back into it. Um, then there's no fucking stopping me. I'll just, I'll just go for it. And I'm like, why did I just stop for like two months? Why? <laughs> and it's um, like, well, there's a very good reason. But usually, usually just picking something different and doing something a little different mm. just helps kind of break the seal. Um, I find. Yeah. Anyway, drama. But you got any advice, honey? I can't do what you do. If I can't, if I try and put telly on or or like a film or TV or whatever, I can't. I get so distracted by they distract each other. The painting distracts the watching, and the watching okay. distracts the painting. I get nothing done. Mm. I can just about. I could do like a podcast or something mm. and do that. Well, yeah, I, 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 I tend, tend to. to have, uh, I tend to yeah. like. I'll be reading fan fiction on my phone, watching a movie, and having a conversation with Wib at the same time. Yeah. So that's kind of how I I have trouble just doing one thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that fair. yeah. So I appreciate that I am not neurotypical. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes people say, "Oh yeah, what music do you listen to while you're writing?" And I'm like, "I cannot I have cannot a single write dis- without listening to music. <laughs> I cannot have a single distraction in the room whilst I am writing. <laughs> I that. have to be listening to something. I can't listen. I can't watch like YouTube or anything. But it has to be music. Yeah, I, I always can't. have to be listening to music. I can because it not just... only anchors me, it keeps me. Keeps me in the zone just enough. 
I can only just deal with music if it's got no lyrics. I ha- I can listen to lyrics while writing. Yeah, the moment a word is introduced, mm. I just can't. But then you know, I write fantasy. Yeah. I write fiction. You write like thesis. <laughs> <laughs> you write important shit. I I, I don't I'm think like, anyone. And then would des- she touched his wee wee. I don't think anyone <laughs> would describe Codex Compliant as a thesis. Well, I think then people would be underselling it because the amount of work and shit you put into that is incredible. So very impressive. Thank you. Also, nice butt. Okay. I need need to research your butt. For Ask my... the next question. Okay. Next question is uh, the illustrious David J. Bradley, whom we love. Have you seen my keys? I can't find them anywhere. Have you checked under the sofa, sweetheart? Frank's got them. They're very cool cat. Maybe next to the door somewhere? Yeah. Like if a you different like... pocket. Do you out? What was okay. that, sorry? A different pocket of your coat. That's where I, lost, I, where I found mine pocket. recently. Yeah. I normally yeah. put them in one pocket, so I didn't look in my other pockets of coat. Yeah. So like, well, if they're in my coat, they're in the key pocket, and they weren't there, they were just in a yeah. different pocket. Yeah. yeah, whenever I can't find my keys, they're in my jeans pocket, because I forgot to take them out and put them in the <laughs> tray whenever, when I got in. Whenever I can't find my keys, they're probably in the fridge, or in my jeans... Look, I have a carabiner, like, so I clip them to my jeans. Yeah. Or they're, like, on my bedside table. Sometimes I put socks in the fridge. Sometimes... Uh, yeah, 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 it's like, you can't, you can't with me, you can't, like, do that. Because I'll be like, no, I put them in the drawer. There's no rhyme or reason. No. Um, Mod Hale, uh, what is one the one game, tabletop or digital, that you passed on when it was released and you still regret missing out on? Uh, Space Hulk I think it's the second edition of it I remember seeing it dirt cheap when I was in Games Workshop in the late 90s and I wish I'd picked it up yeah that's fair Um, I'm trying to think because tabletop wise not really Um, but like any other game? You're not quite as uh, you're not quite as uh, obsessed with like old models and stuff. As no, I am, no, so. I'm, I'm, I'm I have an appreciation of them, but it's not something that I really have a pull to collect or anything. Because I no. mean, I can just you've got the like, old ones that you like. I've got but... the old ones, but like, it sounds like a few models. I'm not particularly interested in it as a mm. whole. So yeah, I couldn't actually say. Do you about what about you? I really want to play the um, Ank Morpork Discworld board game. But it's out of print, and people sell it on eBay for like oh. dramatically cheap. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't actually aware that was a thing. Yeah, I uh, now yes. I want that. Right, so it's going to be quite good. Hmm. Um, I pick their answers. Good, but, so, yeah. yeah. How, how much does it sell for? Is this something that I can I get away as a business expense? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't checked recently. I can't. Okay. I can't remember. I just okay. remember it being, you know, not insignificant. Mm. Yeah. If there were ever a biopic made of your lives or fighting is feeble, fighting evil is cool as a band, I think we should answer for both if we we can. Mm. Uh, who would play each of you, and who would direct huh. it? Who would direct it? Well, it'd obviously have to be David Cronenberg. Okay, that's how you. Uh. That, that's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to fully get the true body and horror that... that being in a band entails. Okay, so the Finding Evil one, we are all in agreement. It's Cronenberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know he doesn't really do the body horror stuff very much anymore. I know, but, but it's know, it's funny. I, th- I think I think we can, I think we can get him to you know. So so who would play you in in, in a biopic of your life and then of the band? Could be completely different vibes. Hmm. Um. Well, I mean. Uh... What's the most generic-looking white guy with a beard? There's so many. Exactly. <laughs> All of them at the moment. Realistically, it just needs to be someone, someone who can who be has... dour and British. Hmm. I'm going to say as well, as a modifier, even though Mod Hell didn't say, they can be. you can just pick someone from any era and at any age, stage okay. in their life. So young Sean Connery P- for P- Peter Cushing's. Peter for Cushing's for Wib. 
Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hmm. I think that would work quite well. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know if that would fit, but I'm totally... I'll, I'll accept that as a, as a compliment, because he's great. <laughs> He'll fit in some way, because he jumped... He, out of all of the actors that exist, he jumped into my head for some reason, so there must be some sort of... There's some he kind did of, play tabletop yeah. war games. Huh. Is he British? Then yeah, he's played. He's, he's not special. <laughs> Long, law, like old, old, uh, old, like historical war games, okay. like pre, pre Warhammer. Okay, you know. so just war, just war. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what about in the? Uh, well, who do you think will play the band in the biopic? In, in the band biopic. So pity Cushing's for you. <laughs> um, I know. I'm. I'm I've, I, I've. If I, I don't mean to I sound dismissive, be, I, think, I think Dicker should be played by Andy Circus. He's got that kind of goblin energy that Dicker has. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I love I love Dicko. What about Jim Belushi? Oh, Jim Belushi, yes. Yeah. That would be oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um uh, Drama Matt. I'm trying to think who would play Drama Matt in the thing. I wanna say like a young Pacino. <laughs> Just because that's just the opposite vibe, and it's very funny to me. <laughs> no, um, I, I am I am very very bad at the whole uh, fan casting thing, so I'm afraid I don't really have that much. Well, it's uh, easy because what you do is just go, who has the same hair color? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. What, it. what do we think, Snipe? Me, Laurie Petty. She played Tank Girl. Oh, her. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, or sure. Margot Robbie. We've got the same kind of big smiley mouth. <laughs> I, I, but, but of course, Margot Robbie's fucking gorgeous, so I, I kind of feel a bit cringe doing that. What do you think, drama Matt? John Belushi, how about that? Dan Aykroyd to play me? Just give him like, like, just give him like a. What's a John, does I say Jim? Jim? Is it John? I always forget which one because there is Jim and John Belushi. It's Jim Belushi, wasn't he? he he's he's um, Joliet Jake. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be fine. Just everyone being played by Jim Belushi. <laughs> just yeah. yeah, he just plays everyone. Okay, yeah, we, we go back in I wanna, time, I'll, and grab him. I want to say who I want to play Dicko, but it, it would upset. It'd probably upset him, so I don't want to say it. <laughs> I'm Dicko, stop now. listening. I feel like Seth Rogen could do Dicko. Wow, they have the similar grating energy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh! You know, not Dicko is lovely. Dicko is lovely, but he intentionally wants to wind you up. And I feel like Dicko intentionally being annoying is just how Seth Rogen is all the time. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Okay. You know, you get what I mean? I don't, I, you know, you, I'm I, not incriminating not when, myself here. Look, not when, not when Dicko's being lovely, but Dicko sometimes intentionally chooses to be annoying. He does. And that energy yeah, does. Is, is very Seth Rogen. I'd say we get Jack, Pla- Jack Black to play Dicko. Oh, that, that, yeah, that would, that, yeah, that would probably work, actually. Yeah, and it's less yeah. harmful than what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You Fair. fucking dick. Fair. Sorry, Dicko, oh love you. God. Oh, my God. But yeah, I, don't, I, I think casting the rest of the band is difficult. So. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we could, we could spend, like, an yeah, hour Yeah, but for me, this, I'd so. say, I'd probably say I have, like, Tank Girl, Laurie Petty energy. If, if, yeah, Laurie Petty's incredible. I love her. Um... I think she, it, when she was like younger, she would have made the perfect Harley Quinn. Yeah, I've just realised what I should go, what I should have gone with huh? um, is um, if if um, in the biopic they decide to. Um... Oh wait, no, I changed my answer. Pedro Pascal should play me. <laughs> See, I was going to say if they, if they want well, to like the beard, the, honey, don't take it away. If they want to do like a gender swap, I feel Tignataro. 
uh, matches my energy sometimes. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. And I just still be Pedro Pascal. No, I yeah. wish it's like in it is. We all think we're going to be Pedro Pascal, but we're all Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all we're all drawing Matt's harmful we think choice. <laughs> we think we're going to be a season one of the Mandalorian, but secretly we're all season. Three. We're all sausage party. Oh Jesus! That's even worse. Oh, we're all Green Hornet. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, no. A movie I got halfway through before realizing it was supposed to be funny. Mm. I am puzzling for for drawing Matt though, because I'm trying to I. Mm. Can I say Taron Egerton? Yes. Yes. Because then he'd have to hang out with you to get your character. I'm just writing sexy fan fiction to drum him out right now. <laughs> You're writing erotic friend fiction like Tina Belcher. I would not write friend fiction. I don't feel right about writing porn about people who are real. I yeah, think I that's, that's I kind know. of horrible. I was, I was joking. I yeah. am joking as well. You should always cross people's boundaries. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, don't do that. It's like, anyway. characters, fine. People, mm. no, it's weird. But yeah, um, oh, we've, oh, we've got another I, I, I think it's fine. It's fine. We're already at like two hours and 40 minutes. Any idea? Yeah. Eat my ass on Burns Night. <laughs> Fucking great Pardon? name. Says, any ideas for tiny graffiti to paint on my first model train? Gimme danger. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. slam sector. Yeah, both of those. Both of those. Yeah. Drama, anything to... You should agree with me. Anything to agree with that I've said? Um, Everything? Yeah, sure. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, excellent. We are done. We are we, done. We are done. Yeah. Go to bed, everyone. Go to bed. And we... But it's 11am. Did we fucking stutter? No. Go to bed. Be a winner. <laughs> <laughs> Do what the people on the internet tell you. When when has that ever gone wrong? Hmm. <laughs> Apart from uh, checks notes, uh, all, all the, the last, time forever. The last like thirty years have been pretty bad due to the introduction of the internet. Oh. You should never listen to people on the internet what they tell you. Yeah, but, what, but why would you? Why should you listen to us? Where does people on the internet? Maybe? Yeah, so, so don't listen to us. So listen to us. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, probably going to do a Twitter thing again because you've all let us down horribly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, I'm, oh God, the next time you'll talk, I've ha- I will have had my surgery. Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah. So I'll tell you all about how much that hurts, and hopefully they'll be putting me on Cody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got hope, spot, yeah. Hopefully, I need to be fair. They're probably going to go. Hey, you get half of an ibuprofen, <laughs> and that's going to last you six weeks. <laughs> yeah, ration that out. Uh, anyway. One lick a day. Yeah. So yeah, thank you everyone for listening to whatever this hallucinatory nightmare is. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you next month, presumably. Yeah. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye.